arrows awake on a desert island, with no weapons, armor, supplies, or even food. How did they get here? Where did their ship go? The last few weeks are a haze of missing memories. They'll have to find what they've lost and forgotten if they hope to survive a desert island filled with cannibals, the restless dead, ancient treasure, greed, and fellow castaways with secrets to kill for. Sugarfield Gamers, in association with RPG MP3, presents Lost and Forgotten, a mini-campaign adapted from Soul for Smuggler's Shiv from the Paizo Adventure Path Serpent Skull. Episode 4. When last we left you a month ago on Lost and Forgotten, um, you had explored more of the island. You had uh, driven Sasha away. Yay! Now she drove herself away. <laughs> ah, yes, yes, I forget. It's always everyone's fault but the person. <laughs> um, you had, however, made friends with Ares. Um, and... And Jask as well, because you had picked his locks. Um, thus freeing him up for useful activities. And... I presume that everyone remembers specifically where we got up to. Well, normally you do a bit of narration for the... Particularly considering it's a month ago. Yeah, yeah. I, I listened to the podcast last week. And I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I do remember um, roughly what happened. <laughs> so you, you had gone off and found the cannibal village. Yeah. yeah. The lighthouse. And looked at it and gone, yeah, no. <laughs> um, back away from the cannibals. And wanted back again. Um, we found alcohol. Yes, you'd found alcohol. And like, drug berries. Yeah, yeah, and coffee. <laughs> oh, that's right, that's right. We found it, we made ber- alcohol out of the berries and we found some kind of. Yeah, we um, found something called heart stim that's yep. a, a, a stimulant. Yeah. Like very light, the coffee equivalent, the cocaine, coffee equivalent of cocaine goes yep. up your nose and in your mouth and you go, yay, yay, happiness. I don't think you were specifically doing anything though, I think we'd just sort of. I think we'd moved camp and that was that. Yeah, yeah to be closer to the alcohol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, yeah, I don't um, I believe we had finished for the day, mm-hmm. as far as yeah. I can recall. That's my read as well. We're starting on day eight. Yeah, yeah. I suspect we hadn't done our day checks because of the um, length and complexity of them. No, we just ended the um, yeah, let me ended yeah. the ended the thing on the kind of undramatic yeah stuff. Alright, um. But I can go, you know, spend half a minute listening to the end of the podcast again for a while. Because we got up to, I think, 10.30 and then we were like, hey, Helen, do you know what time it is? Wait, that, that's not the time? No, it can't be the time. So, it is. And my morale is very low, which on the bright side means it can't get any worse. <laughs> it is day eight. You have now spent a week on the island. <laughs> Magic words. What? World for initiative? No, those are your magic words. I want the magic words of you gave X XP. That's right, I'm still sickened. <laughs> but still, maybe it'll work where we're off today. Where did the pilot have to go? Uh, that's a good question. I did. No. It was in the middle of the table. Yeah. I didn't I've just got my character sheet down here. Oh, 
Where it is. Mm-hmm. You've passed your perception check. <laughs> She's not a superhero. So she's a spat. We did the experience to close out last time. Okay. Yeah, because we got extra for finding the cannibals. Mm. Yep, and for um, making people friendly and that sort of thing. Yep. So three, four, three, five out of five hundred. Five thousand. Five thousand. So ways to go. Okay. And when you wake up in the morning. Yep. Um, oh, so nothing attacks the camp during the night. Nope, nothing Sweet. attacks the camp in the night. Nobody needs to make fortitude saves versus disease today. Yay! Um, in fact, when you wake up, it is a fairly clear and present, clear, clear and present day. <laughs> <laughs> A pleasant day. We're not playing Doctor Who here. Tom Clancy or Michael Crichton, who Clear present day. So everyone roll for morale, then roll for equipment damage. Oh god. Thankfully, I'm too depressed to fail that. I rolled an actual one. 14. Okay, equipment. 16 minus 2, I think it was. So, am I still second? Uh, no. Switch. It's worn off by this stage. Can I have an eraser? You have pins and things at this table? Really? Yeah. Not quite. Because I'm lazy. <laughs> and ugly. And stupid. And you're very pretty. Yeah. Kevin and I were admiring your singing voice. Hmm. I think I go down to normal. Alright, so that's going to significantly yeah. only being in a minus one. Yeah, the day is pleasant, so you minus two as opposed to a minus four. Alright, so so um, you're all oh, right. You you go down to normal. Okay, so eight minus two is six plus two back to eight. And do we have some kind of a bonus to this now? Uh, yes, you should have a thing on the top of your mind. Ah, uh, plus three. Yep, roll. sweet. Okay, so that brings me up to a total of 11, which is not high enough. But I can't get any more depressed, so I don't get any more depressed. I just remain at my regulation. Right, right, right. And I got a nine. You're rolling on the equipment? Yep. Okay, so you're fine because you just roll five or lower. We still don't have a crafter, do we? So it's still no. five or lower for the equipment. How's your oh, stuff sweet. doing, Adam? Then uh, I'm good. Yep. <sighs> I just have normal. Do you know it's been a whole week we've been on this island? I can't believe it either. At least the fishing is good. <laughs> <laughs> fail, 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 pass for sure. <laughs> okay. So is anybody looking like super, super depressed? Yeah, yeah, like. Right. Yeah, too. <laughs> yeah no, any, any one of the NPCs who <laughs> might be about to leave forever. Gallic. Right, okay. It was grumpy last time as well. Right, okay, we better um, put some effort in Gallic. Somebody besides me, I did him last time, and he's <laughs> brushing a little pressure. He is, this is why. 
He also hates me, so... Oh, that's a good point. And Tony doesn't have any personal character bonuses, does he? No, you've got a four. That's not hideous. You've got a four. I've only got a six. And I've got a minus two. Okay, you've got a minus two as well. (laughs) I've got a zero. Um, So my thieves' tools... Don't but get any worse. They don't really appreciate the, the hot spice and stuff. It's just a bad day for them. Yeah, those, those guys just roll really badly on the morale checks most of the time. Uh, Jask was the Jask was the second happiest one with his five on his roll. Oof. Mm-hmm. See, this is what I'm talking about. We need to get some entertainers. Mm-hmm. We, we have Wait. an entertainer. We need more. <laughs> Wait, what does the entertainer do? If you get, I think it was three of them, you don't have to make morale checks. Yeah, but they give everybody a bonus. Ah, uh, yes. Um, I have Gallic listed here as F instead of E. I'm wondering what that was for. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a fool. <laughs> so, entertainers, I believe, are giving you... Because we should note that down on our morale sheet, at least for the time being. Yeah, but separately. Yeah. Because... Yep. That's presuming that you're not going to switch him off again. Yeah, yeah. so we'll put... Um, uh, an entertainer adds plus two morale checks per entertainer. Yeah, so um, I've put E plus two by the morale bar to distinguish it from the permanent stuff. Okay, that At which point everyone still fails. <laughs> yeah, because they roll crap. And I get a 13, which still isn't high enough. I mean, Zwee passes, though. Because you got a 14. Yeah, yeah sweet. So Zwee... Rem- going Zwee's up by two rem- becomes six. Yeah, I, I think it's Zoe's a ranger, so where the rest of us are going, why are we marooned on this godforsaken shithole? She's like, this is homie. Yeah, it's it's basically <laughs> generally... The expense has lots of things that want you dead, but it's still kind of nice and jungly, and so is this. Ge- generally, people are satisfied with the survivalist aspects of what's going on, but it's becoming clear that, you know, there isn't going to be an easy way off, or maybe yeah. not even a way off at all. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. So does that take my, me just... Stay at high or back up to very high? Did you roll? Fif- did you score fifteen or higher? Fifteen or higher, yeah. Then you go up. Oh, sweet! Okay. Well, so I can't believe how much better Zwee's morale is than everybody yeah, else. So you either go up or down. Yeah. You only yeah. stay at the same if you're as high. We may have to measure her in his sleep. I like sweet silence. So, um, anyway, um, so um, I think um, Lydia's been conti- uh, Lydia's not feeling quite so sick, but she's been sick with one thing or another and the other continuously <laughs> since arriving yeah. on the island, and she's just tired down. Is, is anyone wounded on hit points? Uh, I'm at nope. 16. Out of 18. Okay, you're fine again. Ooh, I get another. I get another point of. Um, yep, you get a point of attribute back. Yep. Um, so shake off that malaria. Yeah, it's malaria. Int goes up to thirteen. Yay! Could we have another pencil fan here? Yeah. Which means I'm actually only two attribute points down now. Yay! Jellic hasn't passed a morale check since the start. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. He's either remained at the same level or gotten worse. He doesn't like islands. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not really certain what more we can do. I mean, we're bringing in... I mean, we can try and cheer him up a bit, but we're bringing in stuff that increases morale, and uh, if and people are going to persist in crit fumbling... Then it's roll versus equipment damage. Yeah, we already yeah. did that, okay. I think. you all done? Um, so, yep. does anybody have two pieces of equipment, or is it still... I think... I have... Did you roll for both your bow and your sword? No, I rolled for my bow. Okay, so roll for your sword. Sword for... Should I roll for my shovel? 
No. no, it's just special equipment. Okay. Why is that? I can't remember these. <laughs> there are months between playstations. <laughs> Alright, so what, what's your what's your sword at now? Broken. Right. Oh dear. Okay, so... If you two would come over more often on Saturdays with no one else, then we would play more. Well, I can come over this Saturday. Well, that's worth knowing. What about you, Anna? Yep, so far nothing is on, so... Oh, okay, so alright. So let's consider we can mend somebody's stuff. So what's everything's... Like, your weapon's going to take some more penalties at yep. this point. The sword's um, a minus two, so... Magical bending won't work on my uh, armor because it's too big. Right, so yep, um, it's got to be yay. Okay, now. my thieves' tools are broken and Zwee's sword is broken, and we've got how many of these? One, I can't remember. Is it one or two? It is one. Wide cantrip. All right. Well, I think Zwee's sword is more important than my thieves' sword. You would need to be supplying your own to um. What do you need to roll to repair something? It was. You've got the crafting rules. Yes, I gave them to you as the crafting character. Yes, yes, yes. So yours is broken at the moment, isn't yep. it? So it's a simple weapon. So I need a twelve. I need to roll a five. Uh, it's a martial weapon. It's a martial weapon. Yeah, well, I'm looking at looking at that one there. Right. See, martial weapon. weapon. Okay, so yeah, but you said simple weapon. Okay, my brain. <laughs> my brain. <laughs> So I'd need to roll a eight or better to repair it. And how long would it take? Uh, from broken to normal eight hours. So a day. Yeah. I'm betting that he ain't mending your long sword either. Long sword? Who has a long sword? Oh, sorry, I thought that's what you're talking about. No, what? It's a short sword, isn't it? What no, kind of weapon? It's a long sword. It is a long sword. Yep. And thus it is too heavy. Even the halfling one? It's one pa- a one pound limit. Oh, right, okay, so... Right, okay, I think we did that wrong then. I'm sure we've used mending on the long sword before. Oh, yeah. Well, that's okay. It's a gift from the gods. Yeah. All right, so... I suppose... Halfling long sword weighs a terrifying two pounds. Okay, so yeah. bugger all, it's going to actually not be Yeah, bend- mending is not a great option. Yeah. Oh well, on the so bread can work on your thieves' tools. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I'd be very happy to um, keep them from. Let me help you with those, more. Thanks, Jess. All right. So my thieves' tools go back. So the words keep this hunk of junk from rusting for one more day. <laughs> Some of the rust recedes off it. Yep, and my thieves' tools go back to being normal. And I take ten on repairing your uh, sword. It goes back to normal. Yep. Okay, so how how long does that take? Uh, comparatively little time. Oh right, okay. Because it's significantly less than making a sword. That's the advantage. Of oh right, sweet. So the, this is how long it takes to make things. Correct. So the, oh sweet, that's right. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a little should be a little table of time. Yeah, and it goes like a, a few minutes, a few hours, whatever. Because I stole it from the fate. Uh, yeah, there's the time taken, but that's for for parchment piece of paper. Less than a second piece of paper. Yeah. So. So, it goes down two steps for repairing it. So essentially, you're going to less than an hour. So it's pretty much you do it in your various morning preparations. Nice. 
Oh, well, then you're, you're, um... Theoretically, you guys could down. start faster because you don't have to dick around memorising your wizard spells and that yeah, kind of thing, but... We spend an hour... That's what we spend... Other people memorise spells. We Tiny fix re- our shit. We fix our shit. Yeah. Because Tiny's not going to have to retrain for a while because you're still love. Do you even have... Do you have a spear or did the spear break and you're back to just using your fist? I'm back to using my fist. Yeah, but you have armour and that's something. Yeah, it was only ever a compromised spear yeah. anyway. So that's cool. So you could use the... Um, you can use that to keep your armour from falling off the cliff as well. Your crafting... Oh, it's no. weapon crafting. Oh, right. Oh, well. We can ju- <laughs> the armor's just going to decay until it's not. Nice. You can absolutely use your untrained armor crafting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is my fatigue gone? Yes. I thought I should, I thought I should check that before I yep, rubbed yep. it off. Yep. Well, I've got to say, condition. I mean, I may still be suicidally depressed, but condition-wise, we're um, going up a lot. I may be suicidally depressed, but we're doing great. <laughs> well, I, uh, you know, I'm going with just exhaustion, but um, character-wise, I'm struggling to justify it because nothing particularly bad is happening. Okay. I mean, I, I maybe I'm also a bit with, yeah, a combination yeah. of exhaustion and fear of cannibals, and whoever the people were that. Not yeah, well, I've remembered some stuff about Smuggler Shiv, and it, it, it isn't good. This is not a good choice of island to be ruined on. Alright, okay, but nonetheless, it is day eight. It's a bright, shiny, actually clear morning. It's gonna be a bright, 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 sunshiny day. Right next to the uh, alcohol. No, it's not. It's, it's one hex up from the alcohol. We just moved it closer to the alcohol. So I don't think we'd explore this hex closer when we moved the camp. Because remember, we moved the camp because we were worried about um, crazy assassins coming back to murder us and our dreamy yeah. sleep. I, I was particularly worried that she'd tell the cannibals where to find us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the camp's here. Yeah. So. Isn't that where we were originally, though? No. No, we were, no, we were there originally. Because okay. yeah. that's where we got shipwrecked. Cool. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. Oh, well, shall we investigate the. Uh, Square with all the alcohol with it? Yep. I endorse this plan. Okay. We are investigate. so we are investigating the hex with the alcohol in it. Yep. Remove for us the sticky note of power, if you please. Yes. I can I can tell you what's in it, I uh, alcohol berries. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hexes with nothing but one thing are a great free XP, huh? Yeah. Exactly. And as long as they don't have the cannibal tribe, I'm good. <laughs> well, the good thing about locating... <laughs> you find the other cannibal tribe. The good, thing, the good thing about locating the tribe is now we know which hex not to go in. Yeah. Although undoubtedly we'll get more dangerous as we head down there, but hopefully by then we'll be higher level. Heck, maybe we'll find a way off the island in one of the... If we did leave the cannibal tribe for last, maybe we'll find a way off the island in one of the other hexes and not have to go there at all. And then we can fire fire arrows from the ship as we sail off. <laughs> hey, I'm perfectly happy for the cannibals to stay on their island once I'm not on it. <laughs> but then think of all the poor other people that might get shipwrecked there. Well, it's smuggler's ship. They're going to get eaten by something. <laughs> yeah. And you have now come this far island enough. is named for all the dead smugglers. That as you walk the coast here, you can see the inner of that bay. So I've removed a couple of the sticky pads. Sticky, yeah. Sticky post-it notes from there. Nice. Um, what you find in this, in this hex is, shockingly enough, the amazing... Um, Nettleberries. Yep. 
It's it's literally looking at it on my map. The path you were walking walks you directly into the spot where the thing is that you were yeah. fighting. Like, okay. You walk into it, you find it, it's exactly the route you're going, so I can't really um I can't really argue with it. It's it is worth though checking it out just in case there's like animals or something yeah, else yeah. in there. And um you know, More than one valuable resource. Valuable XP from moving things. Actually, I might be lying to you anyway. Mm. Uh. It's the, it is a murderous cat drive. <laughs> you completely missed them on the first pass, but the second round, they capture you and kill and eat you. And these ones could, are invisible. Oh, you, do, you do find something else in here. Oh. Um, along the coastline, not on the beach, but um, a little bit up from it in the jungle, you find what appears to be another abandoned camp. Oh. Um, this one... Is ob- has obviously been here for some time longer, and is actually uh, comparatively well built by somebody who probably had an idea what they're doing. I, they've taken so- they've taken some wood and actually nailed a bunch of t- uh, tied a bunch of fronds between beams and basically made a roof and made almost a little hut with sort of three out of the four three wall a little three wall hut and it it all looks it's definitely small single person two at most but it all looks in relatively good nick Um, what you will find in there however is there's a big rock sitting in the middle of it and as you go over to it and lift up the rock and look at it underneath there's a note where the rock has literally been laid on the top to stop the note from disappearing Mm -hmm. And it is fairly weather-beaten and yellowed, looking a little old, but is otherwise quite legible, and is in, um... Uh, Polyorth? Polyorth, thank you. It took far too long between games, is this for me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and it reads, It's been nearly two weeks... Oh, hang on, I'll, I'll find my, uh... Castor voice. <laughs> it's been nearly two weeks since I washed up on the shore of this damnable island... At first, I thanked Gosra for my luck. Here was solid ground, plenty of fresh water, and a bounty of fruit and game to hunt. Yet now I wonder if Gosra was in fact angered at me, and placed these bounties upon the island as a treachery to extend my survival. I have seen no sign of a sail on the horizon. The strange noises in the jungle grow each night. There is no way out of here. I will leave this message at my campsite. If it is found by a would-be rescuer, do not seek me out in the jungle. I have doubtless found the source of the strange howling. It would be beyond salvation. It is unsigned. Okay, I've changed Ooh. my mind. That's why I'm the priest today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh. It's, it's essentially somebody who's camped here has been surviving and then has failed in sufficient depression check, given up and died. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Like they've had a nice survival camp and they've just sort of walked off into the jungle. Yikes. I don't think we should show this note to anyone. Yeah. And there are no obvious tracks around, so it's obviously been a while. What about we just put it back when we found it? Well, we can move the camp to here. No. It's a one-room camp. Yeah, there's not yeah. much much advantage to you in it. Okay. I thought that too until he said it was a one-room camp. Anyway, we only just moved the camp. 
I think we should explore the gas every day. It, it's, um, it's actually so Rambo is sufficiently high survival she moved it in half an hour last time. Right, pick it all up, <laughs> yeah. we're here. Yeah, but I'm thinking we should explore this sort of more basey area and see if we can actually find a nice site for it. Besides, we're still, like, because we can explore out this way and this way, we're not in a position of having to walk more than a couple of hexes yet. Yeah. And that's the hex. Yep. You explores it. So that's the morning, so we have one more hex in the afternoon. I think we should go this way because we're already here and it'll be more efficient. I was thinking go down to E4, actually. Well, what that I'm way we're still within two of the camp. Yeah, but that's why I'm thinking going a little further because that way tomorrow we can go here and here and um, be building on our distance to go, f- go further. This mark here is for the temple, isn't it? Lighthouse. The lighthouse. No. Uh, lighthouse is where the cannibal camp is. Yeah. Uh, that mark there is the volcano. Okay. Because you could see it rising out extensively from right. across the bay. I'd okay. say we should move closer. I thought, I thought there was something, something like a tower or something that we'd been told was down I here. I think we were told about the Assassin's Temple near uh, there. You know there was a lighthouse here, which uh. you have found. The cannibal camp was built around it. Oh, right. Okay. Separately, you have seen from well back across the bay this large mountainous volcano thing rising out above the area. It's right. on your map because... When you're somewhere sufficiently clear, you can see it because it's much taller than anything else on the island. Ah, that's a good point. I think we should be able to get to the volcano because that way we can climb it and get a good view of the islands. All right, so yeah, that's that's good logic. So, um, uh, Tiny thinks this one. I oh, think this that, that one actually. Oh, you think this one? Yeah, because yeah. it gets us quicker to the uh, volcano. Yeah. D four. Oh yeah. Tiny thinks D four. I think this one up here is we. What's your take? Yeah, I'm going with that one. That one. Look at it. Yep, and then we can. Um, so, and then I propose D four and D five tomorrow. So where are we going? Uh, C four. C four. The explosive. I can do the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably easier because I don't know which ones I'm supposed to pull off. Yeah, yeah. It's the only way I can actually cover it. Yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate that entirely. The explosive hex. So we discovered gunpowder. Until somebody makes some nice, convenient hex-sized um, yeah, yeah. yellow post-it notes. I'm, I'm sure someone has. There's enough geeks in the world. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they, these aren't necessarily, you know, not all hexes of this size. Okay, so this one is, it, it's actually a lovely day for, for walking. Um, it is nice, nice heat rather than the sweltering tropical heat you were used to. So, based on today's weather, you don't have to make four saves. Yay! Yay! Um, nice change. And he will find many things. Because I'm thinking push up here and down here and just kind of stay away from the middle for as long as possible. Well, that's positive. <laughs> that's a good start. The genius is tripping himself out reading this Kickstarter trip, but that's not worrying at all. Everybody make a fair check. Double your morale, PMC. Okay, so... Seriously, we now have a plus five to morale. We should start making some of these damn checks. And I'm looking at... How my dice that? And I'm looking at me and you. Just, just northeast of centre, you find something. Ooh. Um... It appears to be another abandoned camp. Okay. Um, this one, however, is a lot more extensive. 
Um, there are big actual buildings here of a sort. See, this is why we didn't move the camp before. What, what you see are three shacks. You know, right. they, they clearly have holes in them, but they're comparatively solidly well built. They have a chunk missing out the side. It's effectively a window without glass. Um, and the whole thing looks like a fairly solid campsite. However, there's nothing obviously, there are no people obviously there when you get yeah. there. And presuming that you have a creep around and yeah, stick yeah, around investigating and things. Uh, what you'll find is when you go in, these are bare. They have been stripped. The shacks have been left standing. They're not uh, particularly badly damaged in any obvious way. But in one of them, um, there is what appears to be a runic symbol of some kind carved into the wall. And can people give me a heal check? Can that be our trend? Yes. Ten. Ten. Uh, Eleven. Eight. Okay. Uh, yes, I got and a ten and you got a two. That's how I'd be sure here. <laughs> Zwi, you are pretty confident you know what those things that have been hammered into the middle of this insignia is. Those would be human teeth. Ooh. Uh, and do people, does anyone here have knowledge religion? No. no. Wait, is, it's not part of civilization, is it? No. Okay. So the, the particular insignia means nothing to you, but it's obviously not something good if there are human teeth hammered into the middle of it. Well, I know you were thinking this might be a campsite, but scary people know where this place is. Yeah. You have <coughs> cannonballs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and some of the chunks of wood that have been used to build this camp actually have a name on the side, the Bearded Harpy. Right. It's obviously been taken from, from a ship. Yep. So this is the Bearded Harpy's camp. Bearded Harpy. Okay. So we find a camp, but it's a creepy camp. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> is there anything else? Uh, yes, yes, there is. In the southwestern point of the hex. Uh, so, which way is that? There's the There's thing. The yep, so right at the bottom. Yep. Uh, you find some other things. Uh, can everyone give me perception at minus five? You've been listening Stealth. too much to the superhero campaign. Stealth. Ooh, wow. Nice work. Because it's not perception, isn't it? No, it, it actually is, it is, is perception oh, it is. in this particular campaign because yeah. we can blind spot and listen. Yeah. Okay, 22. Nice. <laughs> I've rolled it. I crit, I, oh, wait, sorry, minus 5. Uh, 17. Yeah. <sighs> well done, sir. 15 minus 2. Minus 13. I suspect most everyone's going to make this. Just give you a. Uh, just the clumsiest of cannibals <laughs> steps yeah. on every broken twig. Yep. Um, you are looking at a difficulty of eleven here to see this. Yes. yes. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure I'm going to make that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We all three see whatever it is. Okay. So you are moving along um, in a you know vaguely stealthy fashion. You certainly don't shout at each other and yeah. make enormous noises as you pick your way through the jungle. And ti- Tiny's wearing oh. the heaviest armor of all of us that leather, so it's not exactly making him miss the clanks a lot. The particular part of jungle you're presently following is the bottom part of a gulch with 
some, some relatively steep hills and sort of canyony bits poking out from it. And you're walking down through it, and you look up ahead, and on top of one of the ledges down at the end of the canyon, um, there is something that is actually quite hard to see at first. There, there's something about those bushes and the trees up there that bothers you in some way. A- and you think what it is, is the the guy who's standing there <laughs> showing off his entire chest and his head as he cranes out to look to see if anyone's coming or anything. And you look at it and realise there's actually a, a blind set up there. Someone's made a special camouflage hiding area giving this guy a hofty bonus on his stealth check. Yeah. Which combines uh-huh. really well with his natural life. <laughs> yeah. so, so this is the cannibal's village idiot. Yeah, there, there is a very well-made blind with a very stupid cannibal <laughs> leaning out the top okay. of it. Has he seen us? No. Um, and he is pretty obviously a cannibal. You've seen the yeah. other ones. You've seen their attire, yeah. what they're wearing, that sort of thing. Um, and he appears to be basically watching through this canyon. Cool. But because he's, hey, is anyone there, guys? You see him long before you so come remotely close to his range. We could. What, what? <coughs> I'm just going to suggest that we head back. Yeah. Because if, I, I mean, I, I could use my bow and take him out. No, no. They're I mean, nowhere here. Yeah. No, cannibal blind. We um we steered. We steer clear of Mr. Dumb Cannibal, but <laughs> thanks to him, we now know that's there. Wisdom checks from all. Uh, wisdom check twenty-five. Uh, full wisdom or full wisdom. Fifteen. Plus fourteen. Twenty-four. Plus whatever your bonus that you should be adding to every roll is. Uh, that's right. So I'm down to twenty-three, and you're up to twenty-six. <laughs> So as we, you, you, you shouldn't be making me look at this. Uh, because he's leaning so far out of his helpful cover, it does yeah. look like a, a, a relatively doable shot as opposed to a really hard one. Um, you're pretty sure he is the only person here, i.e. his death is not going to immediately alert anyone else. He's a far-off sentry in this particular pass as opposed to you know, one of five people that are hanging around here or what have you. So... One possible. Sorry, we. Sorry, sweetie, were you finished or? No, in fact. Sorry. Um, secondly, all the cannibals are kind of bad news to you. Thirdly, there are a lot of things in this jungle that could eat this guy. You don't actually think killing him would be particularly noticeable, not unless you leave him sitting there with a huge, well-made short bow arrow sticking out of his head. Like, Ooh. dump him in the ocean, stick him behind a bush, and something else will eat him. This is a class he's denied his decks because yes. he has a Basically, given the number of cannibals on the island, whittling them down would actually be yeah, a good no, idea. Th- that, that Particularly is... because there's no way they can... Well, as far as you know, there's no way they could possibly be receiving reinforcements or anything yeah. of the sort. Before you roll, can we have our uh, hero points, please? Just over there. I'll shuffle up the hero points and deal them out. Just in case. And we want. Uh, yes. but I did put it in. Good. I was like, oh no, you need to put my longbow in. Oh, it's not ready there. He's just under 100 feet down. It's a longbow, isn't it? Yes. Okay, so he is in w- within short range of you. Nice. Even better. Yeah, well, we're not, going to be pretty, not point blank range. We're going to be pretty heavily relying on Swiggy here. I can't throw rocks at that distance. <laughs> but we are going to have to go up and get my arrow in. Yeah, yeah, but once he's dead, that's the yeah. Hold on. 
if you if you drop the guy with the shot, but given where he's leaning, like if you hit him and he lives, he can jump back in and probably will. Um, on the other hand, if you hit him and kill him, then he's going to go way out of the side and land in the middle of the canyon. Oh, so fine. picking up his body won't be any trouble right. at all. So, well, um, how many terror points does everybody have? Two. So he's, he's got his blind, which is about the height of the table, and then he's going, ooh, like this over the edge of the cliff. <laughs> there He presumably has weapons somewhere. The other cannibals did, but he doesn't have them out and waving. Demon's lantern is dicks, and none of these things are. First uh, intelligence, and I believe wisdom. So, you know. That's a lot of charisma. What's what's your stat card? Uh, Wisdom. Ah, right, so you've got a wisdom. Yeah, you've got a wisdom. Uh, I believe you would find it is this thing here, Mark. Long. Well, see, you haven't written longbow when you've been there, so that's probably the trouble. But yes, it would be your dexterity plus your base attack bonus, which would be five. First off, can you give me a stealth check as you move to somewhere you can vaguely take a shot at him? Now that you're you're interacting with him, he is entitled to potentially see you. 17 plus (laughs) 9? Yeah. Plus the three. He yep, stares out into the bushes and puts his puts his little finger up his nostril. Yeah, I do think if we're going to pick off the weakest, you know, <laughs> right. fear of evolutionary sure. principles, we're, we're, uh, we're, we're kind of doing the cannibals a favor here. Rapid shot now, don't you? Yeah. So if you if you are so inclined, you can fire twice at minus two. I know you can't because it's surprise round. Yeah. No. Okay. But so on the other sure. hand, if she beats him in initiative, yep, yep. she can wrap him for him. This dude's going to have a bad day. Uh, so that's... 12 plus 5 is 17. Plus. Okay, sweet. So it's <laughs> before, no before she adds her morale bonus. And it's not Savage World, so she can't... Um, Explode. Ooh, that's not good. Well, it is a longbow, and a halfling size one at that. So that's 3. Is it composite? No, it is not. Then you cannot be possibly be adding anything to that die, surely. Yeah, it's, not, it's not point blank range. Yeah. You may have to charge a part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. And there is a noise, and he goes, ah! As you catch him flat-footed, basically shoot him in the meaty part of the shoulder with an arrow. It doesn't yeah. think it's gone in awesomely far, but it's definitely flipped it. And then we roll initiative for him. Yes. Yay. Seven. Wow, this guy's just destined to die, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> well, if uh, we beat him in initiative, and I think she did. So he's on, um, let's see, minus two. three. Yeah, so as long as you're beating three, go in whatever order pleases you. Wow. I, I'm at 15. Alright, so we first, and then Tiny and I will try and come up with something if useful. You, if you desire a rapid shot of now, you can. Yeah, I think so that, that's, that's two yeah. attacks that are minus two, so it's a plus three each. Got plus your morale thing. So, so that's oh. ten. Ten minus two is eight. Plus, plus three is eleven. Hits him. He's still flat-footed. Might as well roll the other one as well. Yep, that's hits him. He's still flat-footed. Yeah. Roll right. the damage. Okay. That's four, four and, and one. Another five points of damage. So he's, he's actually. Um, Comparatively tough. It's only when the third arrow sticks into him that he finally <laughs> topples off his porch, perch with a sort of ah noise, falls, and goes. Yeah. At which point the falling damage kind of takes. Yeah. Care he of. thuds into the trees below. There's a, a bit of a crash thump noise, and oof, he's on the ground, not moving, hundred feet away from you at the bottom of the canyon. Sweet. 
Nice shooting. And beyond a bit of... Oh, oh. And some birds fly away and there's no sign of any alarm from the jungle. Let's go... Let, I think these guys would believe that this guy fell out of the blind on his own. Let's go find him and do this stuff and hide the body. Yeah. I think that the cannibal people are going to believe could have been, you know, eaten by a monster in the jungle or whatever. Gotten lost on his way to the blind. Then can, every, and found. then can everyone roll me a search check. Ooh, very nice. 20... Oh, 18. Um, I hate having a minus 2 of everything. I don't know how you've remained so stoical this time. Don't you still get the... Uh, oh, no, you don't, do you? Because that is only for the morale checks. 17. 24. Okay, you find the thing. Oh, nice. Well, we're basically just Sweetie's body count. <laughs> 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 She's the truly Sweetie, as, as you were hitting five. four... Actually, this looks a bit... Li- okay, the guy manning the station was clearly stupid. The station itself is not. Because as you're walking forward, you see um, another one of those snares. You saw one earlier. The rope the rope that hooks you around the ankle, the vine that hooks you around the ankle and pulls you up. Um, this area has, in fact, been trapped with a couple of them. You know, so in theory, had you gone blindly charging down here, you might have had a problem. Mm. You know, if we do decide to build the camp, a new camp here, we'd also have this excellent hunters there to, you know, lock out the cannibals. Uh, moreover, when Lydia, actually the trap breaker, takes yep. a look at them, these are better than the other ones because they've obviously planned this as a as an ambush hit something. Um, these actually pick you up and swing you into bits of the tree where there are spikes nailed through. Right. Good to know. And then presumably the guy up at the blind starts throwing javelins at you or coming yep. down and slitting your throat while you hang upside down. Uh, as soon as you see them, they're pretty trivially either avoided or cut, whichever you prefer. Probably avoided if you're trying to not leave signs of your presence. Um, you just walk around them. Would it be possible for me, this may not be my skill set, to make it look like th- they were accidentally yeah, damaged? Yeah, sure. Just handle the device. Cool. Okay. Um, that is a 10 on my wholly inadequate last knee check. And when it's two to everything, is not fun, particularly when you roll a 4. Uh, I think that is... That is not bad enough that you set them off accidentally, Fantastic. but nor have you actually successfully All right, so done anything to them. And you know this, yeah, so no, that's you, can, you right. can have another crack, but no. if you fail a bit harder, then as you're reaching into it trying to fiddle with it, you go, oh, fuck. No, I think um, I have a little fiddle round and decide to leave them in place rather than wind up dangling upside down from the tree with spikes in me. Yeah. You hear a creaking sound of went... Yeah, I don't know. Because I don't of the know nature of the trap, any sort of blade just, you know, you could saw through it. Yeah, but I, I wanted to do it subtly if I was going to yeah. do it at all. Yeah, no, Which you certainly could theoretically do. Yeah, but I haven't pulled it off. And I'm just, no, these um these traps are, you know, a bit too jungly. My expertise, and to be honest, my expertise is not really about trap breaking at all. I can get this last new rank for trap breaking. <laughs> Alright, so, um,. We, um, yeah, so leave them in place and we go check out the guy's body. Just, uh... Are you tracking... Did Jared ask you, do you have to track your arrows? I do, but I'm planning on taking them back. Yeah, alright, just remember that they, the arrow may not have survived. No, yeah. those three are gone. When yeah. you hit what you're aiming at, they, they're ruined. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
that uh, it's only when you miss that uh, yeah mm-hmm. you should try it I put those arrows yes, yes that would be a simple weapon wouldn't it uh, no actually the really because bolts would be simple yeah they're relatively pro- they, it, you can build crappy ones fine but properly ones that fly well are actually a um, skill yeah actually if you look at the um, weapons that you'll find arrows under martial weapons technically because okay. they're under the long bows and short bows mm-hmm. fair enough but on the other hand, you could probably make them in sets of 20, which would I'm, effectively double her application ammo. I'm certainly not going to be anally retentive enough to draw the distinction between weapon crafting and bowering and that sort of no, thing. No. The thing I weapon crafting. So, well, the thing is, if you actually spend a day making 20 arrows... Well, that was a big pile of easily exerted The next time she actually passes, you know, a weapons check, I'll be able to make her some. Yeah. Well, the thing is, right now we should go out adventuring while we're strong. But when we have a day when we can feel exist and stuff, we can rest back at camp. And you can, you're, if you, if you're assuming you're not the worst guy, you can spend the day crafting. In your normal adventuring life, you would probably just leave this guy with his stuff because it's really poor quality. Yeah. On the other hand, here we're yeah. surviving. Uh, he has a broken scimitar. Ooh. Ooh. You know, if you could, I want to. I've taken that. Yeah, if you could mend that. All right. So yeah. do you want these to, are all medium sized. Sweet. Okay. So add the broken scimitar to your. Um, can we like um, as a weapons crafter? Yeah. What was it before it was broken? Was it regular or masterwork? Uh, no, it's an incredibly poorly made scimitar. Ah, so yeah. broken is as good so, as it gets. Somebody has deliberately made it as a broken scimitar. Basically. Right. Okay. Yes. So it yeah, mending can't improve it further. Crafting it can improve it beyond its um, condition. Oh right. Okay. Cool. Okay. I believe. I, I didn't think that was how it worked. No. Sorry. No. Yeah. If you craft it, you need to build a better one. But yeah, yeah when, when you look at this, it looks like somebody on the island. Well, you, you would presume somebody's probably made it on the island because it doesn't look decayed and it doesn't look like you, you can't really imagine somebody chose this as their primary professional weapon. Um, so it looks like so your guess would be someone on the island has access to crude metal crafting tools they're not particularly awesome at what they do the, the scimitar is essentially a curved hunk of sharp metal jammed onto a solid piece of driftwood so it's a broken scimitar a non-broken javelin a normal quality javelin because that's much easier to make it's a sharp pointy stick Ooh, um, I wonder so uh, we need someone with a decent strength for that one. I wonder about Ares. She's our guard and we didn't give her a weapon. Right, yeah. Um, she, um, Ares is our guard, isn't she? Yes, she is. Yep, okay. Jeff, I've put that on the general loot to be handed out. Sure. And a light wooden shield of normal quality. Ooh. Is that for you, Tony? Do you, do you want to try using a shield? Yes, I would be quite happy with a yep. shield. And Tony, you can make me a craft weaponsmithing chick. Draw information. So minus two would make a fourteen. Okay. So you you are absolutely positive that all of this is made on the island stuff uh, by people who have you guessed made in the cannibal camp by people who have access to tools, equipment, that sort of thing. The shield is essentially a piece of tree that has been carved into a circle, cut down, polished, and have a leather strap stuck on the back. Yeah. So this is not quality gear, but it can boost Tidy's AC. Which the the is scimitar is particularly crap. The rest of it is actually okay. Yeah. So that was a normal lightwood shield? Lightwood shield, yeah. Normal quality. What would that be? Uh, plus, plus two? One, plus one AC. Plus one. So it's and, a buckler. And uh, minus one to armor check penalty? Yes. Yep. Masterwork. Yep. 
So one uh, remember to note down the armor check penalty as well. Yeah. Other than that, this guy has nothing on him, no tools, no tools, no money. Um, his clothes are essentially tribal rags. Unsurprisingly, you know, he wasn't the best guy with his look at me, I'm hiding. Possibly he was just having an off day in Rockland. Mm-hmm. We'll never know. Yeah. I, I think for, for us forever, he will be yeah. known as the village idiot cannibal. Yeah. yeah. yeah right. they, they seem, well, well, I mean, this this area is kind of close to the cannibal camp in the sense that it's a couple of hexes away. Yeah. But it is far enough away. They well, let's send that guy out to the outskirt watch yeah. post. <laughs> that's a good place for him. But it does mean we need to be on alert because that's actually still a decent distance from the cannibal camp, which means we're going to probably encounter cannibals more as we go in here. And there's not that much of the island that isn't in well, here. From from their point of view, it's like two hours or so away if they yeah. walk directly from here to there. Yeah, the island just isn't that big. So I'm kind of pretty happy with our camp, camp up here. Yep. A bit further from the cannibals. I think your plan of exploring down here, Nick, tomorrow is a good one. We can... Find, get a good scout from the volcano and possibly see about a camp maybe over here or somewhere. Yeah, definitely. Um, Closer to the volcano where, you know, the superstitious cannibals will stay away from. Well, the thing is, the volcano might be quite a good base. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. If there's caves or something. Plus, you know, it gives, like I said, it gives us a view of the island so we can keep an eye on the cannibals. You suck a cannibal. You suck so <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, look, awesome I'm just looking at the, the descriptor of like his clever ambush. The blind's giving him plus eight to stealth. The distance and the fact that he's up in the air is giving you minus five to perception. <laughs> you know, he's got these traps. He's got cliffs you'd have to climb up to get to him. It's, it's all really cunning. Sadly, his fatal floor is... He's an idiot. <laughs> and the nice thing is now we know, if we come back through here and want to try and picking off more cannibals, which you know, um, Leah will pull out. The next ones might be quite a bit. Te- this is quite quite a nice trap, and the next ones might be quite a bit cleverer. It would be hard for them to be dumber. <laughs> I don't think this village is wholly composed of idiots. <laughs> and I'm literally keeping track of how many ca- where, where the cannibals yeah. go, so that's one down. Because there's only a finite yes, supply. Unless you're prepared to wait a long, long time and not getting more in a hurry. <laughs> we stop for about 16 years. Sweet, the gem starts rolling for more cannibals. Yeah, but by that point we will be cannibals. <laughs> Alright, we'll be feral twice and tribes else. Okay, and we head back to camp. After getting rid of the body. Yeah, well the thing is, if you look, we're, we're yeah. w- walking right by the ocean, we yeah. just carry him up to the top of the hex and this, then drop him in the ocean. This is trivial to do any number of ways. Yeah. You can chuck him in the ocean, you can just chuck him in some bushes somewhere, really, with, you know, it will yeah. produce exactly the same effect. You know, animals or insects or something will eat him. And frankly, the damage you've done him is a couple of holes here, here, and here, which as soon as you pull the broken arrows out, it's like, well... Well, we, we'll carry him a chunk north. Yeah. No and um, that put throw them in some bushes yep. where, on an animal trail that yep. we you, can spot you, dispo- you dispose of the bodies. We you are absolutely confident this will work under all circumstances, but the most obscenely bad luck. It would literally have to be you dump the body, and ten minutes later, another cannibal walks past and goes, "Oh, Bob," who um, <laughs> right. just happens to be walking through that specific bit where you hit yeah. the body. Ah, uh, Bob. 
You died as you lived. A completed, utter idiot. <laughs> you died as you lived, falling off things onto your head. Well, to be honest, that's the first fight with anything we've had that didn't involve Linnea getting horrifically badly injured. So I'm all for it. Hey, maybe you'll pass your morale check tonight. Yeah, could be. <laughs> Although I do like the fact that it can only go down to minus two, because it does mean if I crit fumble tomorrow, it doesn't get any worse. So is that returning to camp? Yes, yes. We'll, we will head back to camp and um, give Ares a javelin. Yay. Huh. Fling, twink, sticks in the sand, she goes over and picks it up. Not bad. Not, not bad, not bad. Where did you get it? There was a cannibal. Just a little tiny bit of blood just there. <laughs> I shot it. He was standing up in a blind. He had a really good blind for staying down, but he was standing up really high, and he didn't see it. So Zoe shot him, and then she shot him again, and then she shot him one more time, and then he <laughs> fell out of the blind. So we've killed the stupidest cannibal on the island. <laughs> good work. Start with the weak, then move on to the strong once their reinforcements are diminished. <laughs> Also, you you can climb up the cliff and look at the blind. It's pretty much what you expected to be. Yeah, we're, we're not really going to do anything with it because yeah, yeah, if we step inside... But I figured you'd go up and check it on the yeah. basis that it happened to be full of giant chests of cash. Yeah, it was which, always possible. Shockingly, it isn't. Yeah. Well, what, what good's cash on this island? Yeah, pretty much. You go up and you find a whole bunch of pretty seashells. Like, what the fuck is this? It's cannibal money, isn't it? <laughs> the GM is talking. <laughs> Well, I'm reminded of the Robinson Crusoe board game, where one of the treasures you can find is a pile of gold, which does nothing in the game. <laughs> you go through a treasure game, you find a pile of gold. Unfortunately, it's no use to you on this island. Oh, <laughs> game, Doctor. <laughs> Alright, so we've got an evening to hang out with people. Yes. Somebody should talk to the nice fisherman dude at some point, because he's made no attempts to make refer- I'll talk to him. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk to Garrick. I'll draw the short straw. And, um, Tiny can hang out with Ares and um, Jask, but you don't have to actually make checks if you don't want to, you can just be hanging out with them. Alright, so do you want to go first and hang out with the Asura? Or I'd, I'd like to make friends with him, but I figure I've got a better chance with Garrett because he doesn't hate, hate me. He doesn't like me very much, but he doesn't hate me. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Um... What's the hello in Japanese? Uh, Konnichiwa. What time of day do you want? Yeah. Ohio Gazimus is good morning. Konnichiwa is good day. And um, Konbanwa is good evening. That sounds. Konbanwa. Yondo. Hello. Because he's kind of old man. Yeah. It's very possible you're actually old man, given the relative differences of norm age, but. It, it may be my whiteness showing, but all I can see is Mr. Miyagi. Look at you! <laughs> <laughs> that fucking him and Nomish. Response. No. 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 No idea what you're saying. Well, he's not a no. Isn't he? No. Uh, sorry. Oh, yes, uh, yes, of course he understands what you're saying because he's a no. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at the next page of stats and going, polyglot, elven, no. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, no. So, this was yours. Yeah. Okay, less retarded. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he will address you in, in polyglot. Yeah. Uh, except the first word, which is obviously TN. Yeah. Um, 
And then you switch to Norman. And yes, shocking enough, as a gnome, he speaks back to you in Norman. I'll talk to him about um, fishing and I've found you the fishing spots. Aye, there are several good sources around the island, particularly in the inner bay. It is somewhat more peaceful there, less death is washed up on shore from afar. And indeed, you, you haven't actually found any, any much shipwrecks on the inner bay, except right at the edges of it. You've all found them on the outskirts. I want him to be really careful about the threats that were found. And I, I understand you slew one of the cannibal warriors today. Yes, I'm very proud. It was with the longbow I found just the other day. That is good. Death should come to our enemies who oppose us. That is the way of my Hogan. Well, he was an evil cannibal, so... <laughs> I'm pretty sure my goddess wouldn't mind. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, do you want to basically talk to him about yeah. um, who he is and what he's about? So then can you give me a diplomacy check? Nine. Okay. So, so was that plus three? Why, plus are you getting, why are you getting a plus three? Jeez, plus it's, it's plus two. The Good. plus three is just to your morale checks. Oh, plus, two. plus two. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so, so eleven. And can you give me six motive check? You mm. interact with him as well. Uh, Nineteen. Eleven. Okay. Uh, you are, are pretty confident in confirming an opinion you probably already held, which is that if this guy is a fisherman now, he's definitely been something else in a former life. He he's a fighter. He's got his gnome hooked hammer. Um, he he speaks to you very comfortably and very bluntly about killing any animals he comes across. He doesn't seem concerned in the slightest. About the oh my god, people, might, innocent people might die. No, no, let's kill the bad guys. Um, so it, it, either he isn't a fisherman now, or he is a fisherman now, but he was something involving you know fighting a warrior ship and that sort of thing yeah. earlier in his life. Um, don't get the other one. And then just, he, he starts talking. He, he says, "Hey, forgive me, but I am a stranger to this area." Your skin is dark, like like the jas like jasks. From where do you hail? Mawandi. I I have heard of this. It lies east of here. Yes. Tell me of your homeland, and I will share with you tales of mine. Yeah. Okay. Um. I I tell about Mawandi. Yeah. Listen to some of it, and and then. I have come from the continent of Tienzai, far to the east of here. From a land called Minkai, it was once a peaceful land, under the glorious rule of the mighty Jade Regent, before he was overthrown by a foreign corrupt puppet ruler, who now seeks to oppress (laughs) our people. (laughs) Not looking at any place in particular. And he, he starts telling you about how apparently a couple of years back his homeland has been taken over by the now ruling Empress Amako Amatatsu, 
who is well known to be a, a in the pocket of uh, dirty foreigners from a far off land called Varesia, which is another continental level idea, uh, essentially the fantasy Europe style one. Yeah. Um, and that she came out of nowhere, killed the rightful ruler, usurped the throne, and is now heavily influenced by these dirty foreigners. Mm-hmm. And as a consequence of this, my family was forced to flee from Mingai. I am seeking a new place to make my home. But this smuggler's shiv will not be it. No matter what, mysteries are here to be found. <laughs> what? <laughs> Play a mating match. <laughs> Honorable Jan Regent was, you know, slain by the evil Empress Avatatsu. You mean Honorable apart from the part where he slit his best friend's throat from behind <laughs> on a holy island? Some corrupt foreign woman who lives with bears and talks to horses <laughs> in the wild has the air of the Empress as her most trusted advisor. <laughs> I have seen this foreign devil across a crowd. They say she crawls fire from the skies to kill the innocent. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is just like the J- stories that Jay Richard was spreading about us, only worse. <laughs> I want to know what his family was doing at the time. That's what he tells you. Oh, they, they could have been a perfectly innocent family. They just fell for the propaganda. <laughs> That's what he tells you. Yep. That's right. <laughs> I wasn't there, and I don't care. <laughs> this character doesn't care. I told you I like all these campaigns. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. And you want Gaelic? Uh, want may be a bit strong. Now I'm going to go talk to Gaelic. <clears throat> Lydia, there you are. Oh, I have a bit of dirt on you. You know it would take too long to point them all out. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I will actually have made an effort to clean myself up a bit before coming to see him, because I yep. know what he's like. And nonetheless, he leads off to the town. <laughs> you, you look pretty good, you know, for somebody who's now stranded on, on this Yeah, island. yeah. Lydia is actually moderately cleanly but, for given. But he looks perfect. Yeah. He looks, his, his clothes are immaculate, he looks like he is bathed, cleaned and shiny, and yeah. he hasn't done a lick of work in any way, shape or form. Which he probably hasn't. He says, you know, if you don't take the time to clean yourself up properly, no one will take what you have to say seriously. And they'd be right not to. And I will take on. <laughs> Just not. How are you holding up? I know it's a bit tough here. I'm getting tired of it myself. It wasn't so bad at first because, you know, it was just glad to have survived, but it is draining day after day. Well, they say laughter is supposed to be the best medicine, but this is not a place that nourishes the creative soul for that sort of thing. But I figure we're going to get out of here and back to civilization. I bet that's what everyone else who crash-landed here thought as well. Yeah, I haven't seen any of them. Where are they? Eaten by cannibals and nailed to their tribal walls, no doubt. But it doesn't look like there were too many very big groups that survived. I think um, maybe we've got better chances than they had. 
that's what I'm telling myself anyway. You can't, you know, you've got to bear up. Think about the people waiting to, um, for you to come back and do performances for them and stuff. Oh, yes, my adoring public. How I miss them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I will encourage him to talk about himself and his future and what he wants to do when he gets back to civilization. And yep. Play what we do. Yep. Play them what we do yep. if we were somewhere else. Dog empires of his ego. Give me diplomacy, then sense my Okay. Um, that was a poor roll. Actually, wonder about re-rolling it. Might be worth it at this point. Yeah, because I don't really want to lose. Gary. If you get him depressed enough, you will um, drive him down morale levels by finding yeah. diplomacy checks hard enough, All right, um, which you may not be doing. She's yeah. out of five, and she's already at a penalty. Yeah, that's uh, plus four. that's a nine, which is pretty inadequate. I think I am going to re-roll that. Um, have anything particularly apposite? Um, I will just arbitrarily throw the foreign trader at it. Yep. Oh, yes, well, that's yeah. more like it. <laughs> okay, uh, twenty-two. Yeah, and so as this conversation goes on, uh, he uh, actually give me the sense motive check first. Oh, I'll, yeah, sorry. Uh, give you the, ooh, uh, yes. I'll roll them all into one. Uh, um. Nineteen. Okay. So, at first he starts to see, he, he seems, he, he, you're trying to cheer him up, but the conversation topic almost seems to be depressing him a bit. He's, yeah. he's stuck on the conception that he's going to die here on yeah. this island, and he's never getting back to his supposedly adoring fans, whom you're not sure are actually real people. You're, you're pretty sure he believes he has adoring fans. Yeah. Um... However, you you sort of chat to him and, and talk to him and go, you know, don't worry, we're going to make it, and that sort of thing. He does yeah. actually start to cheer up a bit. I know I'm the minus two morale penalty, but I still stand by Lydia as basically an optimistic person. Yep. And he does move to he he moves to indifferent from unfriendly. Yes. Wait, I thought we already got him to indifferent because we got him to. Oh yeah, sorry. He's it's just depression that's his problem. Yeah. Yes, he moves. So he is indifferent. That will actually move him up to friendly then, so nice. which will hopefully enable him to sustain. Because I believe it's the number of morale checks they fail pl- compared to yeah, their attitude. It's, it's to if you. they fail if they fail X in a row, they get more depressed. Yeah. And Sasha was already at unfriendly, and then yeah. as she gets depressed, her attitude lowers. Yeah. Because I'm depressed of living on the island, so I now hate everyone. Yeah. So and I hated you anyway. So yeah. I've gone to hostile now. So flip everyone off. And yeah. <laughs> Yes, her particular response to hostile is to run off into the jungle and abandon you. Other yeah. people may have different responses. Yeah. Um, and he says, and he says, ah, yes, yes, getting back, well, I, I have my adoring fans out that I need to worry about and uh, uh, a few other details. And, and he looks a little uncomfortable and you almost get the impression of him. On the one hand, he really wants to be off this island. Um, on the other hand, you think he's almost hiding from something. The island is actually extremely convenient from that particular point of view. Like there's something that he doesn't want to go back to, and you can actually lead him round. Yeah, so I will, I, I will um, ask it, you know, t- try and be relatively tactful about it, but um, shift the conversation and, you know, you I, seem worried about something. Well, 
I suppose, in a way, being here on the smuggler's ship is, is kind of a blessing in disguise. I mean, I, I may have been in a small instance of trouble when I boarded the Genevieve. Of course, if I'd known that the first ship to be leaving town was also going to be the one that was shipwrecked, with everybody losing their memories, I still don't know how we ended up here. Well, I'm sure I wouldn't have taken it. You know, at this stage, a memory loss, yes, that would explain it. I can, I can barely remember why I sold the merchant that relic that turned out to be false. I mean, who could have known? Not me, that's for certain. As, as an upstanding member of the Pathfinder Society, you've heard of the Pathfinder Society. Of course, and, and I have, because yeah. I come from Catapish, which, you know, yeah. certainly has Pathfinders. So, it. info dump for the rest of the table, they're essentially the Explorer's Guild of the world. They're a, a large, neutrally aligned organization of loosely co-aligned archaeologists, explorers, adventurers, um, adventurers dungeon delvers, that sort of thing. They're into um, st- ex- ex- exploration for the sake of it, and stuff for the sake of having stuff. Um, I imagine a few of the really powerful members tend to back out other planes of existence. Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course, I couldn't have known that it was fake, but... Um, it has somewhat upset, upset my standing in the Pathfinder Society. Just because the city guard got involved. <laughs> I mean, the, the poor merchant was most upset. Nonetheless, I'm sure when I get back I can straighten it all out. And now that I think of it, particularly if... Uh, you, you haven't seen any Pathfinder Society markings around the island, have you? Uh, that look rather like this. And... Um, He waves a finger at the sand, and in the sand starts drawing itself a couple of symbols. Yeah. Um, which you, you haven't seen around. Yeah. Um, and they're very obviously recognisable Pathfinder Society symbols. Um, he says, well, I mean, the most popular theory of what happened to a ship that's missing around these waters, the night voice, is that it ran aground on smuggler's ship somewhere. I'm sure the Pathfinders would be fascinated to know what had happened to one of their vessels. And it might help an innocent gnome clear his record with an organisation who had got completely the wrong impression. I understand, and that sort of thing can happen. City guardsmen can be, you know, a bit jackbooted and untrusting types. Don't understand that people could just be innocently performing on the street where a crime was committed. There, there, you you understand. (laughs) Yeah. Let, let let me do you a small favour and he reaches over and you feel a slight tingle of magic on you as he pats your cheek and the next and in fact you'll probably see this on the back of your hands the dirt just kind of slews off your hands oh neat thank you so he casts prestidigitation on you oh right? sweet which is of course how he's staying so clean of course the most handy cantrip ever because he's totally a bard he's totally a bard how course he is um and I um, said that we'll keep an eye out for the wreck of the ship and the Pathfinder Society markings if we run across them. And then he will begin to lead you through this this sort of lengthy, lengthy digression from his story that appears to be about a poor, foolish gnome who was in love with a tall, with a beautiful woman who was four times his height, and how this gigantic swept him off his feet. It's definitely not about him. It's a, yeah. it's a, a comic routine. Yeah, uh, you're pretty sure, however, he's just making it up out of the top of his head. It's not something he's told before. 
Cool. Um, and he spins this and has you laughing and several yep. points at it. Yeah. Awesome. So he's genuinely talented. Yes. Awesome. Uh, albeit, um, this particular gnome who he is talking about, he describes as being, you know, particularly ugly with a sharp foreign accent and, and a hooked hammer that jabbed him in the side all the time because he wore it wrong and that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so there are a few sideways shots at Ashiro. Yeah. But cool, I got Garrick's side quest. Could you write down that he's friendly if you haven't already? Yes. Because, um... He's sort of put him too friendly tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So can you refresh us on what people's attitudes are? This is stuff that's player-facing, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you can see but from their gym, because yeah. you're spending a lot more hours talking to them. Yeah. than we're necessarily bothering to play out in the game. Yeah. Uh, everyone is now friendly to you. Wow, yeah. score! Uh, no, sorry, sure is still different. Yeah. Because he has not given you his secret side quest. So Get everyone's friendly except for Shiro, who should definitely be our priority because um, he's awesome and <laughs> we want to bond with him. Even Okay, he's awesome except for his wrong thinking about the yeah, jazz region. <laughs> Well, well, you can bring them around. Well, I can't. <laughs> you mean right? Yeah, well, the thing is, um, Lydia doesn't know anything about you. Lydia's from Caterpillar. She doesn't know anything about Minkai. I mean, she knows of it. I mean, technically, it's a knowledge civilization role. Well, I mean, when I, I have the conversation I, with it, him, I'll make it. It would be a harder DC because it's very foreign to where you guys are. But, but Lydia doesn't, has learned through her life that the best way with making friends with people is not to be brutally honest. It's, it's not actually it's not actually just player baiting. It's linking his backstory into other campaigns. Yeah. I didn't think it was just player baiting. So, okay, so I'm you, going to be having drinks with Ares and who was the other guy? Jask. Jask. Yep. And while having the drinks, I'm going to ask them about that strange symbol we saw. Uh, ah, yes, because Jask yeah. has knowledge religion. Ares stared, Ares stared blankly at you. Yeah. You know, it doesn't sound like any sort of sailor symbol. Jask, uh, oh, yes, 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 that's knowledge religion. I should hope so. Oh, that's bad juju, man. Of course. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let me let me think. Let me think about what sort of juju that is. Oh, it's obviously bad juju. Exactly. Did it look more like this, Mom? And and draws something more sharply pointed, or more like this, and draws something more like an arch. And as you think about it, it, you think it was the sharply pointed one, but quite badly carved into the wall. Yeah. Oh. Bad Juju Mon. That's, uh. Sorry, the GM's blanking. Uh, what's his name? Um. Uh. Mr. Assassin God? Yeah, you know this one. On the, um. I keep thinking Nodens because I've been playing Cthulhu. Uh, the, the evil god of assassins starts with an N. Um, Norberg. Norgaburg. Norgaburg. That's the one. That's the sign of Norgaburg. Don't know what he would be doing involved on this island, but his sign is bad juju. It means things like poison, greed, hate, murder. Not something you want to be involved in. Let's see. So I'm going to suggest that it's a, the cannibals might worship him tomorrow when you tell me about this. 
Uh, and Jess can basically tell you it's it's a really weird fit for cannibals because he's he, he, he's an evil god, but all like relatively cultured evil. Yeah, he's wise assassins. Uh, neutral evil, actually, but um, Ooh, you know, well, cannibalism is no part of the portfolio because it just doesn't fit with what he's into. Yeah, really. What about ass- but assassins? Assassins, yeah. yes. So Sasha. Assassins, greed, poison, and murder. Yeah, so could be a good fit for Sasha, but yeah, but I don't think she's uh, and se- separately, there's the red mantis. There's the god of the red mantises, who is a different one. Is a yeah, separate, very an incredibly minor deity that is literally the god of the red mantis assassins. I'm having trouble remembering what all the different NPCs have told us about themselves. Can yeah. I? I've got a little note sheet writing down what I found out. Sure, Can sure. I just, Do you want who they are or what they want? Or oh, um, I, I have some specific questions for uh, things I know I got perfect. told that I don't remember. Um, where's Garrick from? Garrick is Gallic. is Parisian. Yeah, like I thought he said he was, but I was having trouble remembering. That. Which is why he doesn't like Ashura. Ashura <laughs> tells him what Ashura thinks of Parisians. Oh, right, of course, because Ashura. Um, because the Parisians the, the, are you know, dirty. He doesn't blame Gallic for being a dirty godless foreigner who's influencing his, his emperors. But yeah. He just mentioned some other dirty godless Parisian foreigners. Yeah. yeah. Alright, um, just before he was a pirate was. A Sagravian. A member of the Sagravian Navy. Right, exactly. Yeah. Navy. Who was framed for, um, who was in fact framed for being in league with pirates. And then wound up being in league with pirates. Yep. Yep. Um, And he's from Mwangi, isn't he? He is from Mwangi. Yep. And and Sagravia, technically. Yep. Shira. Ares is a writer and a fighter. She is a half elf. She introduced herself as a writer. Yeah. Um, has a, a professionally appears to be a sailor, however. And that's what that writer and sailor. Yep. And she's from. Uh, did somebody? If somebody asked her, possibly no one. She has not said. Cool. That's all right. So I, I, I'm not missing knowledge. Somewhere local, based on the um, stories she's told. Yeah. But I would be the kind to pry. Growing up in the gladiator pits. Yeah. Trouble. <clears throat> so, Varesian generally, but not we don't know where from, did you say? Or we just no, don't, know. don't just know? Just no, she's well yeah. cool. She's yeah. obviously she's obviously not um not Mwangi, because then she'd be dark skinned instead of light yeah. skinned. Yeah, no, that's right. Cool, there we are. That gives me that gives me some things or to hang my hat not, on. Not natively Mwangian. I mean, she's well tanned, but as is everyone at this point. Yeah, because I, I only necessarily remember the things they tell yeah, me that problem. have a hook to hang on, but I'd rather actually remember. And she wants a hat. Yes, yes. no, I've, written, I've got the side quest down. So I will find me a hat. hat and I will give you power. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and at that point... Ishiro and um, Ishiro and Zui talk in Gnomish. Yep. Gallic and um, uh, Lydia have comic songs and dances, and um, Ish- and um, Jask and um, Ares and um, Tiny drink together and discuss bad juju. <laughs> that we do. And then at night, some things happen. Remember, your guard is now harmless. And we have one, which is the more important aspect. Commonly, <laughs> better simply. 
perception and memory associated with this one as well. Ooh. Could you pass me a pair of scissors, Neha? Libraries. I thought there was a song of cats about memories. There is memory all alone in the moonlight. That's the one. Uh, Zwi and Tiny, you were the two on watch when this incident occurs. Okay. Um, so you are up in the night. There is a bunch of the usual jungly sounds. <laughs> Something getting eaten out there in the jungle. <laughs> I'm putting my money on it in a big cannibal body. <laughs> the jungle, the lion eats tonight. <laughs> Don't make any lions, please. <laughs> <No>. Just dinosaurs. <laughs> then, for just a flicker of a moment, the nice clear moonlight over here is blocked out as something flies between the camp and the moon. You look up for a moment and you both give me perception checks. Yes. Uh, 18 Sweet. 10 okay. So you look up a few moments too late And something vaguely large Went between the moon Basically flew past the moon And a shadow fell over the camp virtually. Um, Tiny When you look up You see some sort of a large flying creature. It's pretty much a shadow in the darkness silhouetted against the moon um, that arcs past. You can't make out what the creature is. Um, Thank goodness. But it circles around your camp. Ooh, well, up in the, well up in the air from it. You know, several hundred meters up at this point. It's definitely not landing or coming in. But this big winged shadow flaps past the camp, and its wings flap as it flies, and there's a slight whistling sound in the air. Of a sort of uh, and can you actually give me a sense motive check? Not bad. Uh, 13. This is hunting behaviour. But like a cat with a mouse. It's definitely not attacking you, it's just watching you. Not quite playing with you yet. Oh dear. Um, And it is slightly unmoving as there is that rustling and the of wings and the glistening of the shadow, the blackness of the shadow movement. And Zwi, you get a thing. Yeah. Zwi, sound and shadows in the darkness. That strange flapping, that rustling, the movement of shadows. You flash back to being aboard the ship. You are just nodding off in your cabin when a squeaking floorboard stirs you. A shadow of your bed, a gnarled wand in one hand, a knife pointing towards your throat with the other. You spring up, turning the fatal slash into a mere wound on your leg. You throw the cloaked figure back, but as you move to pursue them, your leg goes numb and collapses under you. Poison! The figure flees, alas, well beyond your reach. Whatever their plan, they are prepared to kill for it. (laughs) Tiny, you don't get a thing. 
I'll just play if it was a silhouette I didn't I didn't know if it was because you know everybody knows what a dragon silhouette looks like <laughs> it's in the DNA <laughs> The jungle, the mighty jungle, the wyvern flies tonight. Hey, great dragon slump jungle. Nice acid. Yes, but you know, it would be a trifle but brutal to put us in the two. You, you, you do actually get a good enough look at it to recognise that it looks much larger than it is based on where the moon is and where you are. And you actually think that's intentional based on what sense motive. It is only a medium sized creature. But one that is de- definitely has wings. De- one that definitely has wings and a tail. So wings, tail. No idea how many feet it has. Yeah, didn't, didn't get that good a look at it. It's really good that we've got to these long But it's, it's obviously a creature as opposed creature. to a flying person or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. If we have to fight something with wings, this wee's longbow is going to be the best thing we've got. Although, don't we have a net? Um, a fishing. Fishing net. Yeah, it would be strong enough. It's for fishing. Yeah. It's practically a gladiator's tool. He throws weights onto it. That happens. Uh, You are not attacked or diseased this night. Yay! You wake up the next morning. Yeah, morale checks. Morale checks. Oh. You have a plus five. And then a minus two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now for my key. <laughs> oh dear. Galax failing again, isn't he? Oh. Wow. Could you use a different dice? What was in that bit? What was in that alcohol? Ishiro is still the man, however, on his four, on his five on the dice. Seriously, you rolled four dice in a row and got five, the best one of five for the second. Five, three, three, and one. After the in the previous day, you rolled and the best one was a five. No, no, the best one was a nineteen for Ishiro. The second oh, right. best one was a five. Okay, okay. that's less crazy. That'd be less crazy. So. Uh, Gaelic falls back to indifferent, being depressed for the third day in a row. Yeah. But I successfully managed to prevent him moving the team. Okay, my armor's good. else is not depressed for the third day in a row. But they're heading in that direction. They're heading in that direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So we need to focus on um, Ashura tonight. My broken shepherd never got used. Yeah, you're using it in the morning and it's sort of whacking it against a tree to see how well it goes. There's a boom. Does anything else go down or is it just the scimitar? I can see actually hitting the tree, pulling back, pulling it back again. Yeah, and noticing I only have the hand. The blade is stuck in the tree. It's like, yeah, I probably don't. I mean, you can still keep it as an improvised weapon if you yeah, want. Yeah, I, fail, I, fa- I failed the morale check again. I'll keep the metal around, but that's about it. Alright, and you fail well. your metal. I fail and go down by one. Yep, so you're back to, you're back to hide. <laughs> Tiny Henry is still depressed. Yeah. Even with the entertainer, we're still depressed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think in my case it's going to be culture shock because that always applies. Alright. Ooh, very nice. So, um, all you're trying to roll is not. So I did my mum, but I'm fine. Oh, okay. So I will roll for the thief tools. Your armour is okay? Yep. Sweet. And thief tools are fine. So, um, now can anybody else besides me use, um, magic powers? Um, 
Like, um, is the longbow also one? The longbow also weighs more than a pound, I presume. Yeah, it would do. Uh, yeah, it's it's three pounds after one and a half. So that's still too high. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yes, yeah, it's, it's mending is for small things. Yeah. Then um, I will get Asura to remaster work my thieves tools because they were masterwork once. They can be again. Yes, book. Yes, they are masterwork. Yes. Yeah, I have masterwork thieves tools. Given that that ability only really works on incredibly tiny things until I actually find a dagger, <laughs> it's pretty much going to keep my thieves tools good. <laughs> And it doesn't seem like an unreasonable trade for one cantrip. I yeah. mean, I can see why he wants to. So it is, it is only a crappy cantrip. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see why he wants to save his actual spells. But. Alright, so that's how it goes. Everybody in the entire camp will get morale, except for those of us who are already so depressed we can't get any more depressed. Picking up a moderately large pile of XP, which I can give you a whole, it's certainly not going to be 5,000 worth. Yeah, just well, I, yep. yeah I think, I think um, more fre- once a session is probably as frequently as we want to be drawing from the uh, XP well. And you've done two explorers. Yep. Alright, so today we want to see if we can find something to provide such a morale bonus that even our idiots and us, yes. all us in Clover can't fail to check. We want to head for the volcano. Today is day nine on the island. Yes, the D4. D4. You sink the battleship. Mm-hmm. I probably used that joke two months ago, but no one remembers now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've you basically used it every session. <laughs> but. But, <laughs> but, I'm, you know, very, um, uh... Buff and manly? <laughs> yeah, it's probably only useful to you. I can make caramel slice. That's useful for other people. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, you may not have used it in this many sessions. It may just have been you've used it a lot on Kingmaker, and I've just assumed it was this game. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, um... You're a few sessions behind, so it's going to take you a while to get there. There's a big, 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 big revelation coming in Kingmaker. Ooh. Okay. Uh, so you will be su- I'll know when you've heard it. Oh, dear. Oh, that's a whole other island, possibly. Yeah. Or, um, maybe or we a big get, river. Or maybe we can get round to it. Yeah. From where you are, you can't see um, where to get around to it if yeah. you can, or anything like You can't see any connection... Or yeah. the other side of the island. So you know. we haven't actually explored this bit. No. Uh, n- well, possibly. It depends whether you want to go across or not. Oh, can we Can we swim this? Well, sorry. So too excited. When you go poking around in here, um, you can first of all, you can see there is clearly either a peninsula or an island across a stretch of water across there, which you could theoretically swim across. It is not so hideously far that you couldn't do it. Because I've said... If you so choose, you can swim across that whole bay there. Yeah. Albeit that's two hours of swimming. Here you're probably looking at um, maybe 20 minutes of swimming, which is much more conceivable. Um, secondly, you find things on this side. Ooh. Yeah. Well, let's see what these are first. Um, one of them is a boat. <laughs> yeah. You find a giant boat. You find a giant boat next to the teleport circle. Well, I was more hoping for a dinghy, not yeah. enough to get it. Off the island. Hey, it um, could be worse. There could also be a save point there. On the coastline, on the northeast side of that hex, towards where it moves off the side, yep. you find another abandoned camp. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, or 
or actually, is this the one? You find a camp that is not necessarily a bad Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Can everyone give me a perception check to see when you walk into this before you notice there's a thing here? Nine. Uh, Nine. Seven. Seven. Huh? Seven should be wisdom. Ten is what you're looking for. Is there a reason you don't care your perception skill? Uh, yeah, because I don't have any points in it. Uh, right, but you I could, just add my wisdom. Yeah, I'm just saying you could put your wisdom in the skill block and then you wouldn't have to keep thinking about it. Uh, well, I know that it's just my wisdom, so. Okay. <laughs> Seems a needlessly complicated way of doing things, but yeah, it's your own way to be it. So. You are moving along. Um, you're, you're definitely not stealthing your way through the jungle unless you tell the GM that, because that will slow you yeah, right yeah. up. But you are moving a bit cautiously, yeah. expecting cannibals and that sort of thing to some extent now. And moving along this coastline, um, you can see, again, about the same place. Everyone seems to have the same idea here of close enough to the beach that you've got access to the water, back in the jungle enough that you're not going to get swept out by the tides. Yeah. Um, you find what looks at a distance like a bunch of shelters, and then you will see in the tree line, looking out to the sea, there is a person standing there, looking away from you. Uh, clothed, um, unarmed, just backs to you, just looking out quietly at the sea. Does it look like a cannibal person? No, it does not. Okay. Are they medium sized? They are medium sized. Hmm. So that's not someone we know. Um, well, two medium-sized people have came ashore. Oh, yes, but on the other yeah, hand... missing guests. Yes, yeah. but on the other hand, they went cannibal woods. Yeah. They did. It doesn't... Yeah, but I mean, there's lots of medium... There could be lots of yeah. medium-sized people. There's no evidence that's them. Although it is a good point. I say one of us goes up and says hello. Well, I'm okay to go up and say hello. They could be, sh- they could be shipping. They could be people from the ship. Uh, actually, I should go up because you guys are better at hiding. Okay, alright, and you're kind of the best fighter. Well, except for Sui with the bow, but <laughs> it, either of you is a better fighter than me. <laughs> so, these two hide and I walk up and announce my presence. Yep, no, it is a medium sized creature. Okay, so you basically walk up behind so, and go, hello, hail, you know, hail, hail stranger, something of that <laughs> neighborhood. Okay. So. Staring up. Let's see. Go for it. Hey crap. <laughs> it turns <laughs> round towards you, shuffling slow footsteps. See, this is why I go for it. Um and we appreciate it. <laughs> and the shielding is appreciated by your party. There's definitely something. I have breaks of this shield. There's definitely something wrong with this person. Um, you know how a fourth man should have been a cleric. <laughs> she appears to be a woman. Yeah. Um, there is. A, can you give me a perception check now, as you can close enough to observe this? Uh, minus two plus one is a twelve. Okay. There, she, she appears to be a woman. There is a strange, vaguely rotten smell about her. Not the smell of death, not what you'd associate with a corpse. But that's vaguely what she looks like. Her skin is kind of yellow and mottled. And there's, lights are on, but there's definitely no one home. She, she hears you and responds to you. But you're not talking to a person here. There's no real intelligence behind the eyes, as far as you can see. And 
it turns and begins shambling towards you. Um, at, actually, it, it sort of limps and shuffles and shambles, but otherwise moves at a relatively normal pace. It's not going slowly, it's just jerking somewhat awkwardly. Okay. And can you give me a sense moment check? Minus two plus one. Brains. 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 You think it's coming to get you. Okay. You don't know whether it wants to eat you or your delicious brains or your blood or whatever, but it's... Nummy bone marrow. Hostility is not really quite the word because that suggests a lot more malevolence than is actually here, but it's coming towards you aggressively. And I think it's no longer living or... Yeah. Yeah. It's in some manner, (laughs) dude. Oh, I'm so glad I talked to Groot that I'm strong so I can actually hurt the thing. <laughs> and I think <laughs> it shambles up towards you. Uh, and can everyone roll the initiative? Yeah. Oh, yes. Good time. 16. I actually have a character <gasps> with dicks and I still God, roll so crap. <laughs> How great. It's the fastest ghoul ever. Yep. Fastest ghoul in the yes, yes, it is. 21 for it. Eight. Oh, it's, um, 20, 22, 23, 24. So we, um, now, remember, we only has a plus one today because she went down in morale. 23. Yeah. Yeah. So, Sweet, you and Lydia are off in the bushes, and you see this thing turn and start moving towards Tiny. Uh, you'll need to give me a sense motive check to get the same assessment to actually effectively act in the surprise round. Same for you, Lydia. Okay, I get to act in the surprise round? Potentially. You're making the sense motive check to go, oh, it's hostile? 25. Because you're far away from it. Uh, Sorry, 23. Brains. (laughs) Yeah, Zwi, you are not sure what to make of this, and it's definitely not jumping at Tiny with a knife, so I think you'd be fairly unlikely to shoot at random people on the off chance that it were bad. Would you concur with that assessment? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that seems very sweet. (laughs) You skip the... the, you skip that. You skip the round essentially. Yeah, Not aware that anything is happening, and it shambles up to you. I'm so glad I have some shields. My armor. Yay! Island zombies. <laughs> I'm confused. So everybody acts in the surprise round? No, not sweet. Right. Okay. She's the first one in initiative. Right. So what she does is doesn't add to the surprise round. Right, she's yep. not aware of anything. Essentially, she's skipping the first round because she doesn't realise that something hostile is happening until this thing starts chewing on Tiny. Right. Does that make sense? Yep. yep. So, it shambles up towards you, raises its arms... And then, in classic zombie movie thing, goes <laughs> towards your face. Shield, shield, shield. <laughs> uh, you are not flat-footed against this because, well, you might or might not have been expecting the attack. You definitely saw her coming. Yeah. Uh, brains. Eleven brains. Not even close. And you basically <laughs> bash her in the face with the shield, and she. There's a slight squelching noise and her head staggers back slightly. Nice. Alright, and... Tiny, then Lydia. Yep. Okay, so since I've improved on arm strike, that means I do lethal damage with my fist. Correct. 
Right, I'm going to throw a punch. Just a normal type punch. Ooh, that's a rather nice roll. Um, just trying to remember if the morale affects my attack rolls. Yes. Yes. Minus two. Okay. So that's an 18. I put damage as well. I'm pretty sure it is, but I could be wrong. Possibly I don't believe so. Rolls. No. No. Okay. 18? Yep. Yeah, it's it's quicker than, you know, your classic movie zombie, but you definitely still hit it. Sweet. It doesn't actually say it improves initiative, it improves or decreases initiative, incidentally. Yeah, but last time Jared said that initiative was basically a ability or a skill check. Uh, what I, yeah, what I actually said was don't worry about increasing or decreasing it, because um, technically, technically it is. But then if you end up with things like when you cast Cat's Grace, your initiative goes up right. in the middle of combat, and keeping track of it's such a pain in the ass that I've just gone, yeah, your initiative is your initiative. Okay, okay. So okay. we'll remember that for the future. Actually, I'm writing that down. Not affected. Yeah. Blood morale. Because there's no way I'm going to remember that in the month's time. No, and um, because almost everything else is, it's just... Good to know. Yeah. Right, let's see how much damage I do with this thing. Yay! Five damage. Ouch, it's armor class as well. That's brutal. <laughs> yeah. But good if you're, um, happy yeah. and you know it. Okay, so you punch into it. You de- you quite definitely hit it. What was your damage? Five damage. Okay. Um, that would be bludgeoning. Yeah, your blow doesn't actually go as hard as you... You don't hit it as hard as you're expecting... There's not the snap of bone you're, or, the, or the flesh you're expecting. There's more of a squelch sound as you hit it. Like it's got some sort of DR against what you're doing to it. Does definitely doesn't absorb all of it. Zui's sword is going to be our friend here, I suspect. Because my rocks aren't going to... Um, and your arrows. And, and possibly your arrows. Piercing damage. Lydia, then it's just you. I think it's slashing. Certainly, I don't think bludgeoning is going to do us much good. However, yeah. it is the best that I've got. Alright, and Tiny's in melee with the thing. So I will, um, can I, um, I've only got a surprise round action, right. Um, can I get... No, no, you full round action. Oh, right, okay. That's where you skips the rounds. Right, okay. Alright, so, um, I will, can I get up to buy the thing? Uh, not with Tiny, no. You can if you want to, you can if you want to double move up to it. Yeah. Um, which I think I do because um, I don't yep. want to throw rocks at something that's in melee with Tiny. I don't have um, precise shot. Yep, you're close to close yep. to melee. So Lydia is now holding a rock and standing in melee and standing flanking with Tiny. So I'm standing behind the thing as it tries to call Tiny. Nice flanky bonus. Yep. And I will at least endeavour to bludgeon it with rocks. I don't expect success. <laughs> It continues to sort of wave its arms and, and Zui at this point you've got right, yeah, okay, it's definitely hostile. And if you so desire, you can in fact make a knowledge nature check. What is it? Ooh, very nice. Uh, Twenty-seven. <laughs> okay. Despite its appearance, you don't think it's a zombie, at least in the sense that it's undead. Actually, you think what it is, is it's... You? Creepy. Um, it's a plant. Uh, moreover, more specifically, it's a plant that's growing over a person's body. 
a dead person's body? Um, well, they're dead now. <laughs> That's the upside. Oh, God, it's a cordyceps. Um, it, it, it is something known as a something known as a musk zombie, um, because it behaves like a zombie essentially. But what it actually is is, it is a plant. This is, this is a living person that has been infected and killed by the plant spores, and then has turned spores. into this thing. Um, it will spread. It will spread. It will spread them when it can successfully. It attack people. Its bite is not actually. It takes a huge chunk out of your flesh. More, it leans into your flesh and goes <laughs> and puts spores into your bloodstream. Hey, there's a condition you haven't had yet. Thank you for that, Tiny. <laughs> um, the the person inside this is dead. There's nothing to worry about. There's nothing you can do about that. There, if in the earlier stages of infection, this can be prevented. But this person's obviously long gone. Um, it is. It has a whopping DR2 versus bludgeoning and piercing damage. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's, it. it's a plant. And it is a plant, so you get your favourite enemy plant bonus against it. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Plus your sword is going to be really effective if you can get close to melee with it. This also would suggest there's probably a source for this thing somewhere. Which we need to kill. Well, we need to be careful because we don't want to get spore out of it. The... the zombie spore creature is not intelligent in any meaningful way. The plant itself, on the other hand, is... Yeah. Like, how intelligent? The, as in the main infecting plant, yeah. not yeah. as in the thing you're looking at here. Uh, like it, like person intelligent. Oof. Yikes. It's tenant, so... Which, you know, it thinks differently because it's a plant and it doesn't talk and that, but it's got a functioning brain. Mm, that makes them very dangerous. Given that it's right on the border, what do you want to if do it's not this? in this hex, it might be nearby. Um, it's admittedly with tiny and... Um, I will draw my sword and move up to... Dink, dink. And all, everyone in the melee. Yep. Yay, flanking bonuses for everyone. Well, not really, so he doesn't get one. <laughs> she doesn't have anyone to flank with on her other side. So, one's as good as the other, so... Musky there goes... Ah, Lydia. Of course it's me. Yep. I've got a minus two penalty for my AC, so it'll be much easier. I know you do as well, but you've got a much better AC. Reaches out slowly towards you. Yep. Oh dear. Going. Uh, so many targets. Sweet, roll poorly. Yeah, I assume a six won't hit you. No, happily, my AC is, is precisely double that. Yep. That's that's it. Cool. It's not terribly impressive. Alrighty, and then it is so Tiny's Tiny then with you. Okay, go go flanking bonus. Tiny, pummel it good. Hmm, I'm just thinking if there's a better way to hurt it. Well, no, no. It's only got DR2, so it's... Yeah, so you, you're it's actually a, going a, to be more... a problem, but a fairly small one. You're actually going to be more effective just pummeling it. I'm going to aid Ardo's line. Yep. So you step into the flank, make an attack against 10. At that, you add another successfully. 4, 8, 9, 10, minus yep. 2 is 8. Okay. So you step around, you get the flank, and you smack this thing on the arm, trying to distract it, and it just goes... And grows you. So, so, penalty. so you step out of the flank with me. 
So I'm now no longer flanking immediately with someone, yeah, so I but, can't sneak attack. Yeah, but it's a plant. Oh, it's not sneak attackable. Okay, fair yep. point. <laughs> no vital no, no organs that are still working. Fair point. Alright, I will try and hit it with a rock with no flanking bonus. And yep. My awesome rock powers. I'm expecting tremendous success. Rock You're Ooh. a halfling, aren't you? Yes, but that's for throwing rocks. <laughs> Alright, uh, on the other hand, that's an 18. Yep, you crack into the back of the kneecap with a rock. Yeah, it is a... <laughs> it's a squelchy noise. It's a mighty rock. Why the hell do I have my rock damage down here? I must have written it down somewhere else. It's a d6 anyway, I remember that much. d6 plus strength? Yes. So, d6 plus one. Alright. rock breaks. Okay, um, so that is six points of bludgeoning damage. So, okay. four you, you smash the rock into it. And there is a pretty solid squelching sound, and you actually basically smash a chunk of this soggy yellow f- flesh, but it's definitely not human flesh anymore, <laughs> and goo comes at dripping out of the wound. Yeah. It does not have a good day. It looks, it, and it staggers, and its knee is basically hanging by a whisper at this point. Yeah. It looks horrible. Sweet. Yeah. I attack with my yep. longsword. Yep. Uh, does, you, and then does favorite enemy give me anything? Uh, yes, it certainly does. But I can't remember what. Uh, Ranger, favorite enemy, blah blah blah, blah blah blah. Uh, plus two on damage. Okay. Which may not be relevant. Yeah, it doesn't give me bonuses. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Uh, plus one for morale. the flank, plus one for morale, and plus two for the flank. Yeah, so twelve. Well, you said eleven, and then yeah, because I added the plus two to the flank. Oh, okay, all right, so twelve. <laughs> we'll probably miss. I don't know. This is on. So you slash at it. It is, however, quicker than um, quicker than you already for, and does actually is clearly reacting to the threats around it. Steps yeah. away from the blow. Okay. Somebody. I would re- really recommend you're doing as much damage as I am, and I hit it pretty good. I would really recommend actually attacking it. Yeah, but that was just pure luck. Let's kill Sway. Okay. Ah, crap. I'd say that will say. Yeah, I, I'm guessing 20 is going to hit your AC yep. comfortably. Um, so it grabs you, goes for your neck, and as you're expecting. It actually does bite into your neck, but the teeth are now just soft, plant-like flesh instead of um, actual sharp teeth, any sharp human teeth anymore. So it gums a bit on your neck. But then you can feel this rasping tongue going... <laughs> against your neck, and like sandpaper being rubbed against it. Yeah. Uh, can you take a whopping three points of damage? And then, of course, roll me a fortitude save. Uh, versus... Yeah, this is a poison. Oh, yes. oh, well done. So that's a 26. Okay. And your neck itches and burns, but you think mo- you think your body is fighting off the infection. Nice. So the initial damage is all it's going to do to you. For the moment. So you make your next poison save. And... Tiny! Uh, that's the last one. He doesn't remember. 
where was it? You realize with your strength bonus, you're in. Oh, right, it's a D3. Okay, fair point. Yes, sorry, I forgot that the. Uh, with an unarmed strike. Okay, I'm going to try and trip it. Yep, by all means. Uh, that's fifteen is a is a touch attack. Yep, effortlessly. Okay. Uh, opposed strength checks. Yep. Oof. What it is not, however, is very strong. <laughs> that was a great roll. Because there's, there's no bones anymore in this thing. So eighteen, I make that. Uh, yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> It falls over. Yeah, this is one of the advantages <laughs> of the combined strengths. You may have rolled poorly, but you're still strong. <laughs> and it is not. Okay, so you get a flaky bonus, and now it's down on the ground. <laughs> yeah, which is a plus four bonus to melee attacks. Yes. Which is going to make a significant difference. You're up, Lydia. Uh, it lies on the ground, starts rolling vaguely towards its feet. Cool. I'll, hit it with, I'll try and hit it with my rock. Yep. In the kneecap again. Alright, and this time I'm going to mess with the rock. Yep. You go to kneecap it and hit the same spot, but there's no longer any flesh to give away there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and with the sword again? Yep. Yeah, well, one of the two of us yeah. is going to roll well. Alright, that's yeah, easy. You hit it with ease. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to explode, I suspect. So that's a 1d6. Plus red, plus 2. Yep. So, 1, 2, 3, 4 points of damage. Yeah, all slashing. So, at this point, you slash it across the back of the leg, where the kneecap's been damaged, to basically take the whole leg off at the knee. <laughs> yellow, yellow goop sort of spurts out from it, and then it collapses and stops moving. And you know that you should move away from this thing as fast as possible. <laughs> and everybody moves back away from it, because it's got a delay on around before it goes off, and then it goes... And the corpse basically gives a very little explosion of this little cloud of yellow spores that just kind of gently drift down to the ground again. I do it. And you you will recognise it is now essentially harmless unless you want to go up and start eating the spores. But but in the absence of that, you can actually it's no longer going to hurt you. Okay, can we search the body without Yeah. yeah. Okay. I will search the body with care and discretion. And advice from Zui, because that stuff looks yucky. Yeah, at this point you really have to be working to poison yourself on it. Um, Good job rolling, making that point shoot <laughs> save. Thank you for taking one for the team, I probably wouldn't yeah, have managed. Well, I'd be amused if you failed the knowledge nature team's like, what the fuck is this thing? Yeah. You can't know, but it's, it's creepy. Yeah, well, that, that was a good time. That was good. Dodging backwards was a good, good call. So, you search it. You, you search it with a stick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no person in there anymore. It's just all plant now. Yeah, the organs, bones, everything. Gear has presumably been subsumed as well. Sweet, that's fine. Um, I, I will do a very cursory search to find yeah. that out and then leave it's, it the hell alone. It's got nothing on it. Um, the campsite appears to have been made of a couple of small different shelters made from driftwood. All of them collapsed in on themselves at this point. So it's a yeah, there's, a, there's a bit of useless driftwood here, yeah. but you've already got plenty of wood. Alright, plant spore camp. Um, is there any indication where the plant creature might have, might be? It's certainly not here. Okay. I think it's here. Yeah. Uh, I'll say too. However, um, sweet, you actually know this because you made your knowledge nature check. Yep. substantially million margins of this. Um, 
Musk zombies, um, because there there is a person in there at some point, depending on when they're infected and how much of their mind they're losing, it's not uncommon for them to try and drift back to some element of their life before they lose themselves entirely. So you suspect it's probably this person's camp. They've been infected and then basically infected, dying and raving, they've staggered back here, changed, and then just gone there. And just stood here. They, they, you know, they now feed off water and sunlight because they're a plant. So, um, it, the, camp, so the, the, the plant, the plant is probably away. likely to be somewhere around here within a couple of hexes, but it's not necessarily directly in this camp. Oh yeah, that's worth knowing. So it could be over the shore. Yeah. Well, I, I think in that case, given and this week's knowledge and that, I think it's worth continuing with our original plan and swimming across the bay. Yep. If Sweet builds up to it. Because then we can sort of keep pressing south and actually explore this thing a bit. Yes, the yellow musk camp is what you find in here. And you swim across the bay, or at least you attempt to. Swim checks for all. Holy shit! (laughs) Good timing, Tiny. Without time to actually roll the good good dice roll. Swim like a salmon. Uh, So. 23? 17. 22. <laughs> this is there's some nice eddies here. You have no trouble swimming. Yeah, it, I think we're all getting a bit more practice at our swimming. You land on the you land on the furthest point of the island and go poking around in this bit. Yes. Uh, find a bunch of. Um, Find find a find a nest of some non-hostile creatures known as cave fishes that are essentially um, really badass kingfishers with natural armor, but they're, they're not inclined to pick a fight with people unless you go poking yeah, yeah, sticks. So yeah. you find them; they're eating some crabs. You move on with your life. Yep, that's it for this hex. Cool. But there's clearly stuff going down. Yeah, we press on into D five. Okay. And hand Jared the sticky note thing. Yep. Sticky back. Stinky back. That's a dollar campaign entirely. The bombs are never any stitch. Where are you up to in uh, Dream Maker? I haven't uh, listened to any more since last time. Yeah. Like I said, I do it when I. Yeah, that's right, so it's once a month. Yep. Which is about to keep him with our speed of play. Yeah, yeah, well, no, no, it's merely that now I want you to get to the cool, right? <laughs> okay. Cool was a dramatic bit. So you follow cool. down a bit That's of coastline, right turning in to search this place. You explore another one, another one. Bring you up to Four hexes explored this session total. Nice. Find a four. I think now we probably want to explore this bit so we've actually, if we want to keep going down here, so we've actually got a route down without having to swim the bay every time. Well, we, yeah, we can at least see if it connects or not. Yeah. Because it may be that the river keeps going on to the sea. Probably don't know. Mm. 
nothing in the time to fight. <laughs> One more. Oh no, we're trapped in the elevator. So, you find this this becomes fairly obvious as you start to move towards it, um, that the volcano is here. Yeah. Um, in the bits where there are clearings between the trees, you can see it poking out on the horizon. And as you explore around, that seems to be the most prominent thing here. And that is where you start heading. And for the first time that you have found on the island that isn't beach, it's an area that actually opens up and doesn't have a whole bunch of trees in it. Oh. Uh, it is um, the... I think I can see it. It's got yeah. kind of a mountainous bit yeah, in yeah. here. Yeah, the southeasty bit. Yeah. Yeah, you can actually see the rise on the map. So yeah. I've just put volcano on there for some context. Uh, the, the jungle actually opens out to an area that is completely barren of vegetation. Nice. It is a bunch of rust-red stones rising out from the earth uh, and rising up very gradually into this enormous, quite high volcano. It doesn't. It's it's not exploding or full of lava or anything. So we picked it as a volcano based mm. on its survival. Rust red might mean iron. And we will want to climb it. Okay. Yeah. So, are you climb the island? They climb the volcano, and you will be able to see a bunch of stuff. Uh, yes. This is not terribly hard to climb. It's it's scrambly over rocks, but it's, a, it's such basic DC five climb check stuff that you just succeed in doing it. Yeah. Okay, uh, from up around here, are you basically climbing all the way to the peak to see what yeah. you can yeah, see? Yeah. Zwi, can you give me a tracking check? Fourteen. Yeah. It, it looks like some things have probably passed this way up the volcano periodically, but there's not a lot of in the way of footprints, just sort of scrabbles where rock has fallen. So something has moved through here at some point periodically, but you don't know who or what or when. Um, but you ascend to the top, and you look out from the peak, and, ooh, you can see the island. Yay. Pass me back your map. This is indeed a linked peninsula rather than a full-blown island that you are standing on. Yeah, one of the art. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, what you can see is you are on this large shiv-like island. There is actually one other little island, and it's up here. Oh, cool! We've totally got to explore that. <laughs> um, this bit, however, links back round into the bottom there via yeah. a, a fairly fat strip of land. Um, that's what you can see from here. Uh, you can easily perceive where the lighthouse is, but of course you already know. Uh, 
you can see the island to the northwest, which you can see. Uh, can people give me a perception check to see what they can see about the things they can see? 15. 17. Okay. Nothing appears to be happening. It's very obvious on that island. It looks kind of quiet. What the time is? <laughs> Less. Less. <laughs> Didn't even make double digits. Mm-hmm. So it means that if the cannibals come after us, they have to make a swim first. Yeah, but we've got to hike out of it every morning. True. I was thinking the volcano, but it's it's quite a long walk from anywhere else. And you can see another high point. Ooh. Um, there is what appears to be a large, as in, as in tall, not as in massively wide, a uh, grassy hill up there, one of the few open areas of tall grass, rather than trees. That's a lot closer to our camp. Mm. That might be a good spot for a camp. Plus, it puts us only one square hex away from the alcohol. Which I'm pretty sure people will approve of. And that is what you can see. Okay, cool. The volcano is is capped. There's no open top on it full of magma or anything like that. Whether or not it's dormant, you actually have to use a lot more geology to actually work out. But it certainly doesn't appear to be bubbling over with magma or anything like that. It is just a large pointed hillock. Okay. And that's what you find. Mm -hmm. Nice. That's our two squares. Yep, so I think at this point we head back down the volcano, back along to the base, swim across. Yep, and you return, of course. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You only need to tra- track your swimming there. Mm-hmm. Do a lot of tracking it back. And head back, tromp, tromp, tromp. Yeah, it is getting to be quite a hike. Yep. You're back to camp. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow investigate there and look at move the and then just have a rest day and move the camp down there. Sounds good. Because even for all the rest of the... We can explore that relatively quickly then, and even for the rest of this, this will at least be a bit closer. We will have to be careful, because as you said, the plant creature may be there. Yeah, we'll have to watch out for it, but, you know, if it's there, we'll be able, we can find out about it. Yeah, we should break fire if we can. <laughs> well, we've got... Um, I have flint and steel. Yeah, so we can make fire. Alright, so we head back to camp with news that we have seen the island and it is large. And from up here you can also see a bunch of changes in the colour of the water, which suggests there's a lot of hidden reefs all around this area, where of course all the ships are wrecking on. Yeah. So I'll remind everybody as well, um, this ship out here, the tattooed lady... Here has undead on it. Has undead on it. We didn't finish investigating it. Yeah. Yeah. And at the time, I didn't want to because I was second and morale penalised and grouchy and didn't want to fight undead. Underwater. (laughs) Underwater. Oh yeah, I forgot about the underwater. Yeah, I've been going to bring that up as well. We we can go and finish. Yeah. But um, we've got to remember the uh, you know it is going to be quite dangerous. We could probably lure them 
Yeah, I think, I think the theory was we were talking about making you, some, you making some kind of blind, bludgeoning weapon mm. so that we actually had some capacity, you had some capacity to fight them a bit more effectively. Um, you know, like give you a club, or get you to make yeah. yourself a club or something. Club probably be the best one. Um, yes, but I'm just reminding everybody mm. that it's there. Because, you know, there might be some good loot. Mm-hmm. Alright, um, so, but for now we return to camp. What have you found today? Blah. Ah, I see. Knowledge. We yep. found knowledge. Yep. Because we haven't really found much of anything, but we did kill a spore creature. Yeah. So we'll warn everybody about the spore creatures. I didn't put them in the game. That was the Pathfinder thing. Yeah, it does so sound you like did it. make the sound effects. Yes. It's because I'm a bad, creepy person. Alright, so um, I was thinking I could um, maybe talk to a Shiro tonight. Yeah. And um, somebody talked to... So, oh, you know, you could maybe talk to Jask or somebody. Yeah, I can talk to Jask. I suppose I can talk to the fisherman guy. I mean, he's still on That's a hero again. Yeah. So I was... I oh, was you wanted to do that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You can yeah. yeah. talk to Gallic if you want. But Hell no. I'm sticking with Ares. Yeah. <laughs> Gallic has become different to you again. Yeah, yeah, but, um, you know, I, he now has to fail three more tr- tricks before he drops down from indifferent. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, his hard yard's still in Gallic. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides, the Shiro's um, still indifferent to us. Hey, young Lydia-san, what can I do for you? I was um, wondering if you could tell me about Minkai. I've never, um, I've never been that far north. Ah, it is the heart of the glorious jewel that is Dianzai. A fine, a, f- a fine place, a center of art and culture. Shailen herself holds her hand over it, bringing beauty and art to us all. Alas, it has fallen upon terrible times, with a foreigner usurper taking the role of empress and deposing our rightfully ruling Jedrichov. Okay, knowledge civilization, Shailen. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, twenty-one. Okay. Uh, you you have heard about this in yep. the form of it's a long off long distant event yeah. from you, um, but the the story that you have heard is that Minkai is supposed to be ruled by five sacred families chosen by the gods themselves, so they say, um, who had all been wiped out by some treacherous plot by the Philly sinister Jade Regent. Yeah. And that um, the Empress Amatatsu had risen to power on the back of a heroic endeavor and uh, a grand adventure across the world. Uh, you have heard that she is supposed to be an incredible martial artist, um, some sort of massive, massive kung fu artist, and is the winner of something called the Ruby Phoenix Tournament, which is basically Tianzai's annual Mortal Kombat tournament. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so I'm not going to say any of that. <laughs> But, um, were you, um, so is that why you're out here then, because of what happened in Minkai? Aye, there's no place for my kind there anymore. Nobs? Or your family? Both. The Empress, ever tall and oppressive as she is, (laughs) has driven our people from the land. Will, you, will your family especially loyal to the Jade Regent? We were loyal to the true Emperor and all those who served him, not this foreign-born usurper. 
So uh, where are you? Fam- where are the rest of your family now? I, many of them did not survive the purges of Mingai. Okay, since Mortar. Yeah. Fifteen. Okay. Um, you think he's telling you the truth about what happened to his family in as far as he sees it. I mean, you've, you've definitely heard there was essentially a civil war up there. Right, and if his family were on the other side... Yeah, then they got purged. Yeah, because they were trying to stab... Hmm? Well, it's entirely possible they got purged after the fact. Yeah. If they were um, sufficiently opposed to the new government's interests. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so fair enough. And it's not like I know this Empress personally. Maybe she's not as nice as she's rumoured to be. She's apparently a lot of monk levels. (laughs) Really? Yeah, kung fu artist. (laughs) Okay. Uh, and can you do you want to make a diplomacy check in that? Uh, yes. So basically, I spend some more time talking to him about what his family are doing. I'm interested in what his family are doing now. Yeah, because he might tell you does, more of that d- stuff. D- d- diplomacy check. Yeah. Does he does he have um, does he have family to go back to? Oh yeah. Okay. Um, that's a twenty-one. I you see much truth here, for I have not always been. And had not always been a simple fisherman. There was a time in my past when I called myself a noble samurai of House Takahiro. That would be the house of the Jay Richards. Ah, right. <laughs> so, you know, he was, you know, actually um, a member of his, his, his household, not in the sense that he was a direct relation, in the sense that he was a retainer of sorts. So yeah. maybe slightly biased there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as far as he's concerned, he's telling you the truth of the matter as he sees it. Yeah. You know, but he was on the losing side of a civil war. Yeah, yeah. So well, And his house is now ruined. It no yeah. longer exists. Yeah. As far as what he's telling you. So that's that's what the purges are. His yeah. house no longer exists. Yeah, makes sense. Um, moreover... Um, you pick up the point. The guy seems kind of sad about this past. Unsurprisingly, mm. he feels like he's lost a lot. He's not hostile to you in any way, but he's definitely hostile against the world. Right. Yeah. Um, you you don't think he's a particularly nice person. He's kind of prone to violence, a bit in in what he would consider to be an honourable way, which seems very foreign to you. Yeah. When he talks about, you know, the glorious work as people are doing bringing the peasants into line. Yeah, gotcha. But now he's a ronin. Yeah. And now I find myself wandering the land, familyless, familyless, honourless, a ronin of the sea. I have been uncertain for some years about what to do with myself. I am told in this part of the land it is common to take up piracy to use one's skills. That does not seem honorable to take from those who cannot oppose you in fair combat, but to take from those who have already taken from others. Ah, come here. That is why I have this 
and he shows you a treasure map. Ooh! And, and it is it is pretty clearly a treasure map. You know, it's a picture of um, an, an island with the classic piratical X marks the spot, etc., etc. Do I get any kind of bonuses to this because of my background? Uh, in the sense that you'll immediately recognise some of the stuff you're looking at, yes. Sweet. <laughs> so, um, anyone making a counter-sense motive would sense that Lydia was genuinely interested in what the old guy was telling her, but is now even more <laughs> interested. Alas, I took this map from a trader. That's totally not true. Yeah. <laughs> um, I took this map from a trader, but it is worthless to me. And as you look at it, you realise it doesn't show you an actual island. It's not a sea chart. It doesn't have the outer markings of an island. It's an internal map of an island. Right. Um, rendering it completely useless unless you already know what island it's supposed to be on. Right. Hmm. Um, Interesting. I do not know where this points. I do not know where this points, but it is supposed to lead to a vast treasure. Have you heard of a Captain Lorna Squint? One of the Shackle's greatest pirate legends. Yeah, is it this tree? <laughs> Local? No, it's a tree. No, I don't think so. Uh, as he says this... Ah, yep, there we go. <laughs> Lydia, the captain. Something about this encounter stirs a memory to mind. A captain you've never met, but have studied in great detail. Captain Lornus Quint, one of the Shackle's greatest pirate legends a cruel but effective follower of Norgabur, the evil god of greed, secrets, poison, and assassins. He was eventually arrested and hung by the Chalaxian Empire, but Quint died with his secrets, much of his missing treasure never found, a mystery that has tantalised would-be treasure hunters for decades. Ah. And um, Lydia's voice, Lydia will drop her voice. Yes, yes, I have. His um, treasure was, they say his treasure was never found. He was supposed to have buried it, hidden in a terrible trap of his own making. The legend I have heard with this map is that one must find the spot where this is buried, but it could be anywhere. Look, a tall grassy hill. Huh? Ooh! <laughs> one is said to climb to the top of the hill at sunrise. Find the point where the sun is rising between these two rocks here, you see. They're drawn on the map. Yeah. Um, I get the feeling we're having an early start tomorrow. (laughs) Alas, I have come no closer. I cannot pay you much, but if you know the location of the island... I cannot pay you anything now, but if you know the location of the island this speaks of... We can share the loot. Mm-hmm. And Lydia Wall looks like that's him. Just us or everybody? Whoever is involved 
in retrieving it from what it what it is buried in. And you know that's true. He's good to his word because he yes. used to be a samurai. Yeah. Yes. He's he's lawful. <laughs> yeah. Heavy on the lawful. Yeah. <laughs> kind of heavy on the evil too, actually. <laughs> So, um, you can expect him to behave in a way that's entirely consistent with his own code of honor. Yep. Okay. But if he gives his word, he's not yep. going to break um, it. So Lydia will offer her hand. If I can, um, if I can um, track down the location, I'll bring back the treasure and we can divide it up. And you get his side quest. Lucky, yep. I've got a treasure map. <laughs> oh. yeah. All right. So, um, friendly. Yeah, you can write it down on your notes. Yep, I uh, have noted some stuff down. Nice. So, um, and at this point, you have now moved everyone to friendly at least once. Yay. Yep. Do do we get some more XP for that? Yes, yes. And um, I am actually going to later in the evening take you to a side a ways out of the camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, not you know a million miles away, but so I was talking to Ashira, and um. He's got a treasure map. Mm-hmm. It's, um... Listen, um... We haven't necessarily talked that much about why we were on the boat, Genevieve and stuff. I was hunting treasure. I can't remember... I was hunting it with someone, but I don't remember who. But I don't know what... I, I don't know how come I don't remember someone that I was on the boat with, but I don't remember who. But I think it might have been this treasure that I was hunting. And Ashura's got a map to it, and it points to a hill. And I think it's, I think it's the hill that we saw. Mm. I think that's where the treasure is. He just wants to share it with us, but I would like... We can give him his share and then share our share with the rest of the camp, maybe? I don't want a big fight over treasure. Yeah. I think it... it I mean, I, I'm out here because I want, I want the big score. I want to find some money, but I don't want to cause division in the camp so I'm telling you guys about this um, also something else you should know Ishiro used to be a samurai um, he seems nice enough but when you talk to him a bit more I think he was kind of a scary samurai I don't think he'd stop at killing people I think we should I don't think he's I don't think he's going to attack us but we should keep a bit of an eye on him maybe He's kind of openly talked about killing yeah. rebellious peasants. He yeah. sees it as part of life. He, he's killed quite a few people in the past, and I don't think they were all bad guys. Well, a samurai is basically a kind of soldier, right? I think he was a soldier on the wrong side. Even so, he was basically following the orders of his master, wasn't he? I, I don't think he's. I don't think he's just going to attack us. But I, I just thought you guys should know. Fair enough. So... And about me too. Do you think he might have either been uh, the person you're treasure hunting with, or possibly maybe he took the map from you? Thank you. No, I think, um... I don't remember the map, and I think I would remember him if he was my partner. I don't think we've... I don't know what happened to my partner. I hope they're still alive. But... I, I think I don't think I had a map. We had legends or rumors. Or, I remember reading something that said somebody's treasure was buried on this island, 
it, it said that the island was full of cannibals and monsters and ghosts and evil, and that that was why that person thought it would be a good place to hide their treasure. Well, maybe you only remember the part up to getting the map. I don't think Ishiro took the map from me. I think he. I, I don't think. I think there was more than one lead. That if 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 this is even the same treasure that I was looking for, I don't remember for sure. But if it was, I don't think Ishiro and I are following the same paths to it. I think I was following rumours, and we were probably just going to search the island or something. You were welcome to draw whatever conclusion or assumption you like. Yeah. But but the GM thinks those are both very valid points and possibilities. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> I can't remember who my partner was. I wonder if it's the guy who's looking for the same treasure <laughs> I had. Yeah, that would actually make sense, but I don't. Looking at no, a sure. It doesn't stir up any more memory files. For yeah. You. Is that yeah. all right? It's all out of character. I'm thinking A, he could have been your partner, or B, if your partner was perhaps a pirate, you mm. could have killed him and taken the map off him. Yeah. I got it from a trader. Yeah. Yes, a person who trades lives for so- swords for lives. No, no, a person who was opposed to my interests, you know, a traitor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then it being ten o'clock and nightfall, I think if we leave it, that's an appropriate place to leave it there with the excitement of treasure on the morrow. Okay. Do we want to run through all the next day's checks or start the next session with those? I was thinking we could leave it at the same place we did last time and just close out with the next day's check. Close out at nightfall. Would you like a big sack of XP? I would yes. like a big sack of XP. Do you want to know what you're getting it for or just to give, give you the net total at the end? I think it's yeah. fun to know what we're getting it for. Okay, so you have uh, 400 XP worth of four hexes explored. Nice. Um, 133 XP for foiling the cannibal trap. Yep. 75 XP for killing the village idiot. Yep. Uh, 200 XP for making Gallic and Ashiro friendly. Another 100 XP for having moved all of the available NPCs to friendly at least once. Cool. Um, and then, um, whatever that is. Counting 908 so far. Uh, another 66 for the Yellow Musk Creeper. Oh, 974. Yes, indeed, 974. Yes. All right. Can you Do add... Do a person that remembers math. <laughs> yep. So, so can you add that to 3435? 3435. Uh, 4409. Ooh. We've got a lot. So you're close to a level eight. 4,409. It's definitely weird going back to using XP again. <laughs> Particularly because um, the the combat XP is so enormous compared to what they do for it. Four thousand four hundred nine. Yep. I mean, the poor village idiot is is like a hundred and fifty or something 
It's like 180 XP split three ways or something like that. He so, was a gift. Yeah. So what I'm He's pretty XP. That was such an easy because you got XP for the trap as well. If what Assurance essentially agreed to is that we divide the treasure four ways, one yeah. share for him, one share for the three of us. If we then split our share, one our shares in half and give them to the other three. Well, it depends on what the actual treasure is. That's that's gems, you know. Because if it turns out the treasure was friendship or love, I'm going to have to hit Jared. Yeah, I think the the smart money would be find whatever you've got to find first, because um, among other things, um, and literally it's like twelve. Master to work half in size daggers I'm not sharing. <laughs> well, the thing is, if if you hit things like the conception that it's a huge pile of gold, then a you might have logistics problems in actually getting it off the island, mm. depending on how you get off. And b, and, and b things like you know, let's not split it up in advance because. You know, I think if a Shiro gets eaten by a zombie, you can fairly safely say, well, okay, his shares out now because yeah. he's kind of dead. But yes, I lawful evil samurai from Minkai. <laughs> uh, I've been watching too much Samurai Jack. Every time you talked about Amaterasu, I was thinking, I, Akul, evil. <laughs> These are like the five least trustworthy people on the ship that we're stuck with, aren't they? <laughs> How do you know you're not one of the tru- what? trustworthy? What is it? The pirate, assassin, evil samurai thing putting you off? <laughs> well, we've got, we've got pirate, assassin, evil samurai. Ares is kind of the best of the bunch. Drunk of and disgraced pathfinder. Yeah. I mean, Yalik is a con artist. I'm, a, I'm practically a runaway slave at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Let me point out that Zui is the only PC who's good aligned in any way. Hey! I'm pretty I sure I'm good. good. I'm, I'm good aligned. Are you? I'm pretty sure I was. I read Chaotic Neutral. Yeah, it says CN right there on your character sheet, Adam. Chaotic Neutral. Chaotic Neutral, Neutral Good. Chaotic Good. Ah, you're actually good. Yeah. Who are you? Yeah, I, emphasis on the chaotic, but... What, are you giving me a hard time about Sasha? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. no, I really want it, thanks. Uh, okay. Well, what are you giving me a hard time about? What exactly have I done that's incompatible with being good alive? I'm just, I'm just amused. <laughs> yeah, no, we're the good... We're the good... That's definitely the Anyway, the, the thing is, I, I deliberately gave you this, this setup at the start. All of the NPCs are potentially shifty, and the impression you take away of them it depends entirely on your interactions with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, I mean the um, the. Anyway, we're doing a good job of not getting it, letting our hero points yeah, get too the, depleted. Yeah. The, the base explore, the the base um, information you have is that Eris drinks to excess, starts fights, and often disappears for hours at a time for no discernible reason. Yeah. Um, that Gaelic is a very talented speaker who has a mean streak and passes cruel insults behind people's backs and sets them up for pranks. Uh, Ishiro claims to be a simple fisherman, but carries himself with a martial stance and walks armed everywhere, yeah. very tight-lipped about his past and his purpose. Jask is a prisoner. What's his crime and why does he appear to be unescorted by a jailer? Um, and Sasha is prone to manic laughter and enthusiasm for violence and bubbly giggling. 
I would like to see the character descriptions of what the NPCs think of us. So, so you could take them all as good or bad, depending yeah. on how you read it. I've, I've put them all in as there's, you know, enough likable here, but also enough bad you could easily see yeah. if you were just looking in, for it. Just in our resupply. Ashiro I kind of like, but now he creeps me out a little bit as well. You know, now that I've seen... If only I could kill that Talia. You know, now that I've still got four hero points... The next time I make a morale check and fail it, I may just spend one since mm-hmm. we're so close to our work. <laughs> I think it'd be well worth it to get it back, get it onto the road. What I'm hoping is that some of the damn NPCs pass the morale check, or at least roll above well, a five. They don't have hero points, okay? They're what? just passive victims of your island exploration. And we're helping them along. Yeah, we've got Aries and Javelin and everything. On the other hand, you're like a good third of the way through the island. Yeah. Although so much from my thought that the occupied camp might have, you know, another sale and we could potentially recruit the team, team us. It did. Yeah, yeah I was hoping for a living sale. I think the plant, plant is alive, it's not undead. Yeah. I think there's going to be someone on that little island. Uh, I was hoping for an, uh, 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 someone with the same creature type as us. Oh, also your species. That's yes. what you're saying. Yes, I've got a problem with musk. Hey, you have <laughs> some the the one NPC with the same creature type as you. Huh? Yes, you yes, drove into the sea. <laughs> she drove herself off. I, I it was everybody else's decision not to try and befriend her. I reckon there's somebody on that little island. We should really check it out at some point before they starve to death. If, if you're looking for humanoids as the same type as you, you've found lots of them. They're yeah. all cannibals. Yeah. If you're looking for other ha- people that are humanoid subtype halfling, no, it's no. only you and Sasha. Yeah. There's still time for Z- to hook Zui up with a Shiro. They can no, have a wacky, no. lawful good, neutral, <laughs> lawful evil, neutral good romance. Well, also he's, um, you know, like a hundred years her senior or something. <laughs> have you not heard of the May-December romance? <laughs> it is very common in Tienzai culture. Huh? Usually it is the woman who is December. He is progressing.